handle the truth. What the hell is going on with this noise over here? All these noises going on. What a disaster. What a disaster. James, get it together. We are live, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> we already know that I'm a little retarded, and today's no different. Um, so bear with me. But today we got a really fun episode. We got a good friend coming on the show. Uh, I happened to meet him a couple times, but the first time I think was down in Dallas. And uh, you, you've seen him before. Uh, he's the great patriot that carried the World War II veteran down to the front of the Trump rally. And now he's down at the border doing some unbelievable work fighting against human trafficking and sex trafficking. And he's going to come on here and give us a little update. Uh, before we do, this episode is brought to you by Sirius CBD, the number one CBD on the planet. This stuff is absolutely amazing. I take it every day. My dog takes it every day. Uh, go to Sirius-CBD.com. Put in code WPR for 20% off now. We upped it up to 20%. Nice. Very Big nice. 2 So uh, go to Sirius-CBD.com and pick up yours today. You definitely uh, won't regret it. Um, so let's bring in let's bring in Jason and uh, introduce him to the audience. He's been on our show before when we were at the uh, the Patriot Voice event. Jason, what's going on, brother? Welcome to We the People Radio. What's going on, brother? How you doing, man? I'm doing good as always. Thanks for coming on, man. We're super yeah, excited. Thanks for having me. I know I, it's just like a little teaser, like you were giving me a hard time earlier. You said, you know, it ain't gonna be like one of them Justin podcasts where we go eight and a half hours, but you know. <laughs> well, you know how Justin likes to do it, man. I was on his show last week and I was on there for four and a half hours. We did a show. Oh. Dick Birch and V Lynn joined us from uh the pay, the pay party podcast. We had a we had a good time. Uh, but we're it not just flies by like that. There's so much to talk about and visit with like old bros getting together, you know. There's there's so much going on. I uh, yeah. if, if you weren't if you weren't on, we'd have a million other things to talk about because of everything that's going on with the Durham case and everything that's going on in the world. Uh, but what you're doing right now down at the border is definitely something that we need to focus our energy on. And I'm really excited to hear about what you've been doing and uh, the efforts to make a difference because you are really making a difference. So we had you on the show at the Patriot voice, uh, Patriot double down event in Vegas. Yeah. You, you came yep. on the show and it was just me. Remember I had my little hoopty, uh, set up, just yeah. passing the mic back and forth. Uh, real, real digital soldier journalism's right there. Yeah, just you know, making it happen. And, yeah, absolutely. Just making it happen, doing what I had to do. And, uh, we got to hear your story last time. So, I don't want to. I don't want to go through it again because your story is is really wild. I really want to focus because we only have a little bit of time with you. I know you got to go to work. I really want to focus on what you've been doing down at the border. So How tell about, us. Let, uh, let me get the condensed get the condensed version real quick in case anyone didn't catch that show. Yeah, tell it's, us a little bit. Uh, go ahead. Tell, condensed tell us version. Background. I started microdosing right around the time Paradise, California happened. Learned about direct energy weapons. Had some questions. Decided. Real early on, that Q taught me if I had questions, I couldn't trust nobody. I had to get as close to the source as possible, gather as much intel to come to my own understanding. So we put together a donation drive, went out to Paradise, California. That's actually the first video on the YouTube channel. We went out there. I talked with the survivors. Um, I heard their stories so I can gather more intel. And then from there, um, did a lot of things in the community, feeding veterans and homeless people. Went to Comet Ping Pong Pizza, infiltrated that, was able to become 
Facebook friends with the manager for about three days before he figured out who I was and my intent. And them autists and y'all savages on the boards tore their asses up. And we found charter schools and dance studios and just really sick, you know, things that we were able to gather and kept putting it out. Uh, Spent spent a few months down at Drag Queen Story Hour at the libraries when they were having these drag queens, printing up information, making ourselves available. Uh, It's always been about, like, for me, it's always the solution, right? Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, all this shit is fucked up and it's going on, but... It's, it's been going on. How are we going to fix it? How are we going to get in a solution? And community has always been that for me. So the intent has always been going around to different communities or whatever community I was in, taking those resources. That's why I always put out my phone number when we do these shows. Every show, man, I put my phone number out there because that's how we meet our army, right? Those of us that are in the battlefield and, and are out there. And so we start strengthening that community. Um did a lot of um, Trump trains out in New Braunfels, Texas, the same Trump train that ran the new uh, the Biden bus out of Texas. Uh, so you, you were there with the Maceroses. Uh, well, there I was carrying Urban Julian's ashes that weekend. So when I saw it, it was like proud dad moment, right? Like that's a Trump train, mm-hmm. the same family. And, you know, I was honored to at the right moment start with them and watch it blossom and watch this community in New Braunfels grow to this beautiful community where, you know, a, a thousand people w- would do these Trump trains and people are waiting outside. And so, yes, I was, uh, I wasn't there for that day. That's when I was at Luke air force base, carrying the world, carrying urban Julian's ashes. to its resting spot. Well, that's, that's a good reason not to be and there. It, you know, the kids, it's always been about the kids as I start learning this stuff. And, you know, we do weekend awareness things where we'll go into different communities We'll get a KOA or a little Airbnb or something, and we'll spend mm-hmm. that time together, and we'll make signs. Our families will, you know, um, and the community, whoever's in there, they start nurturing that relationship so they feel strong enough to start fighting these things in their communities, right, and being that voice and exposing some light to the darkness. So now we've just took it to a whole new level, <laughs> right? So here I am today. It's It's been a lot of constant, like, uh, balancing and learning how to do that over these three or four years. Speaking of of, of light into the dark, into the darkness, that's the whole purpose behind, uh, what you, what you're about. Your, your website is stay in the light, stay in the fight. Like that's literally what your whole mission is, is to bring people into the light and get them out of the darkness. And what's awesome about you, dude, you're, you're all about action. And you're, you, 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 you don't just preach about it. You be about it a hundred percent. And, uh, I'm very blessed that we got to spend a couple weekends together down in Dallas. I got to enjoy some of your terrible cooking. I could have done way better. No, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> you cooked unbelievable, okay. especially for the, for what we had, dude, we like made, made do, I think it was like a, a gas grill that did work. And we threw charcoal in there. <laughs> We had a blast, didn't we? It's that fellowship, guys, and that it's so important to because look, I've been being told shit my whole life. I I don't want to hear what you're saying. I want to see how your feet are moving. I want to see how you treat your wife or your husband and your kids when you think nobody's looking, or when you're tired, or where are them character defects? Where you know how involved is that ego? Is it that recognition? Is it about you or is it about the whole? Right, and and so it's so important for me to do that, and I really. Dude, I, I, I cherish those times, right? I really do. Like, there's so much 
Like well, that's what we're fighting we, for, is it? You guys have helped. You guys have helped me raise my son. This yes. community, Speaking right? The value of a, a village is it, it, so vital, right? Because it's community, and we do that together. I don't know how to raise these kids by myself, right? I get to take things from you guys and what works for you guys and watch you guys homeschooling and then watch you guys homesteading and watch you guys have the patience with my kids when I don't. Right. But I don't get all that unless we have a community. How is my man? Dylon, Dylon, Dylon. Is he doing good? Uh, and he's missing his dad. He had to <clears throat> go back with mom and the girls. I picked up a job down here in Phoenix to help the family out, get out of this little jam and needed him and the dogs to go back and kind of, you know, keep an eye on him and hold the fort down the out floor. there. You know? Oh, he's definitely he's doing good. He's doing real good, though. He's a good just kid. Got a, we he's... got a 1946 uh, Chevy school bus that we're going to oh, wow. rebottle together. And, you know, he wants to just go around and spread love, he said. Like, how he's 16. Like, how how huge is that? Right? Like, like he, he doesn't want to do it like you are. Huh? He's all about it like you are. He just wants to get involved and actually help and make a difference. Like he doesn't he's he's quiet at first and but he's as soon as something needs needs to be done, he's the first one to get up and go and get it done. Dylan's a good kid. You uh, should have seen him like loving on these kids and playing with the babies that came across at the border. Oh, I saw I saw a, a lot of the videos that you sent me this afternoon uh that that I want I want to talk about with you because uh, what's going on down at the border? I mean, Justin, he told me a, a little bit about it, but, uh, the videos that I saw were crazy. There's like seven, there's like a, a ton of openings that are literally just wood shacks, like literally pieces of wood. And it's like 70 feet opening at the border. So tell us a little bit about what you've been doing down there and down at the border. Cause you're, you're camping out there. You're, you got <laughs> Full, full trailer RV setup. You're, you're ready to go, dude. So up there in uh, Montana, I had a buddy that needed a fifth wheel hauled down to Vegas. And we had planned, we were planning this. And I told him, look, man, I'll haul that motherfucker. I'll put the bill, pay for the fuel and everything. If you'll let me use it for three weeks down on the border. And so we took that down on the border and, you know, I didn't, it was so big, right? I didn't, like Justin and people will tell you, like, before I was going, it was like, hey, I'm going down there and, like, I just need, I'm going to be calling on my resources. I'm going to call to go on these podcasts. I, we need to <clears throat> get this out and really raise awareness. But the only answer I had, like, what I knew 100% was God was calling me down there and I needed to get down there, right? And as I got down there, it uh, it started revealing itself in its entirety. And, uh you know it uh one of the shittiest things to have to do is uh like know you're turning these kids over to a sex trafficking fucking ring already knowing they're bought and paid for hearing that sponsor that fucking that place they're going and watching that interaction on a fucking video call because we're vetting right and we'll get into that guys but um watching them talk to these people and knowing the address they're going to and still giving that 30-day-old baby over to Border Patrol. And what is Border uh, Patrol doing with them? Border Patrol takes them down to the Tucson, uh, the Sassabe station, holding station first. And when there's enough there, then they load them in buses and they take them to Tucson. 
And depending on where their sponsor is at, when they have enough that'll fill that plane or bus or whatever, then they'll send them out to where their sponsors are going. So I went out there to show this in its entirety, right? To, to show it from the beginning and the end and every step through that process and document that. And you guys have been seeing clips, but we've got a couple hundred hours still of footage to go through and edit and put different things together and pull them off of GoPros and phones and different stuff. Like, and we've shared, and that's how I shared a little bit of each of them. We have, you know, there's plenty of conversations with the sponsors. There's plenty of pictures and videos of the cartel on the other side. There's plenty of pictures of border patrol and videos of them like harassing us. But yet there's the ones where they're high-fiving me, telling me fucking thank you. Right. So going down there, it was about raising awareness and, and showing that for what it was and being able to see it in its entirety so we can get in the solution. Right. So, I, I, yeah. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, I was going to say, uh, can you detail the process for our audience of how these coyotes bring these people to the border and they get them to their sponsors? Can you detail that process for us? Yeah. Um, do you ever let Anthony talk or is this just your show? No, yeah. no I'm li- I, I want to listen to your story. So when we have a limited I, amount of time, a hard time that's no, it's good. You know, James no, loves Jason, to talk. Jason knows. <laughs> Jason and, and Anthony both know. If I'm not talking shit, I don't like you. So that's for right. me, if we if we got a limited time, a limited resource, I want to let the guests talk and hear as much as they have to say. All right. Um. So. I'm going to fire this torch up real quick, get some meds in me. The the process from the beginning. I'm going to grind so I guess, myself. Let's do it. I also uh, was curious as to how the sponsor even gets connected with said child. Yeah, that's, that's, I want to know that whole, that, that whole entire process. I'm going to, because it'll be real easy. That way you have it. You guys can put it in your show notes because that's part of the solution, right? So I'm going to go grab this. I've got it in a folder uh, where it's the whole process of becoming a sponsor. So give me two oh, seconds cool. on that while we get our meds and everything well, going, you guys. To, you can send it to me after the show. That's not a big deal. Um, okay. Yeah, so well, it's have... right here. Can, can you still see me or no? You're frozen. Okay. Try that then. I didn't know if you had to do it all and when it was live or you can go back in there. You got me now? Yeah, we got yeah. you now. Okay. Uh... <clears throat> so the process... I haven't really, you know, somebody else put this folder together for me. Like it's been so busy, just boots on the ground out there and, you know, doing these things and organizing and really putting different pieces to the puzzle together. So I haven't read and sat down and understand the whole process. But what I do know is there's a bunch of fucking loopholes in it, right? You have illegal, they're not even legal citizens yet that are able to become sponsors. Wow. How, what? Yes. So, <coughs> what happens is when these kids come over here, they give the information of their sponsor. And a lot of times these kids think it's like their family member or something already, right? They think they're going to a decent spot. Yeah, it's their <laughs> house. Or... When they first leave on their journey, mm-hmm. right? And as they embark on that, it, um, you know, they're treated like a commodity the whole way through. So they have the sponsor's number. The kid gets in, long as he gets into the 
United States, then, you know, they can apply for the asylum once they're checked in or however that looks like. And um, then they're here and there's no accountability. There's no checkup. There's none of that shit that our government's doing to make sure that these kids are in a safe spot at their uh, at their destination. And you can see the videos of them getting put on a bus and shipped all over. Like you could, it's not like you're just making this up. You're just- so this is tax. This is taxpayer funded human trafficking, completely out in the open. And it's and it's and it's a debt slavery system. System. Yeah. So they get now when they're coming over, it's different where I was at. Right, those holes in the wall. It's not like you're seeing like that river and them where they're coming over hundreds at a time, or they're all out there in the river. This is. Where we were, where we had the camper, there's 10 miles of cartel ranch that butts up to the back of that fence that runs that whole stretch right there. And they've got hooch houses that are placed all along here. Hooch houses are, uh, they're used for <coughs> keeping point and running ops and seeing things from that side. They'll put them by different roads and certain things. And they're also used, they'll rape the women and children in them before they send them over. So, the cartel-controlled paid ones. Go ahead. I was going to say they have rape trees. Like you could see, like where they have the ropes tied up. <laughs> yes, on certain trees. Now, this, however, is a cartel property. They don't need to say this is my area. They don't have the trees right there. These kids, they they literally go to this cartel ranch, and then they do whatever they want with them there. They burn their clothes and they put them all in brand new shoes and. Like all Nike, Fila, like Disney shit, Adidas, all brand new clothes. That way they're presentable for their buyers. Okay. (coughs) You see the little smoke piles all day long, them burning them. (coughs) I saw you post a video, Justin posted a video on Instagram of of the smoke piles. Yep. (coughs) That was them burning the clothes. That's what that was? Yep. That was them burning the clothes. Here's here's Nikki Tutos. Uh, this is our other other host, Nick. Nick, this is Jason. What up, Nick? Jason, what's happening? Not much. How you doing, brother? Pretty good. Pretty good. So, good. so so they get them all prepped and ready with fresh clothes, and then do they do then they... they do whatever they want with them? And then when they're done, they send them right on through that hole, one of those holes in the wall. It's usually hole one, two, and three. They use hole four and five to run all their dope through, right? All their fentanyl and their money and shit. And when we're like, when we've got eyes up there and we're posted up by there, what they'll do is they'll send a group of unaccompanied minors through down one or two or three to keep us busy. We go down there, we assist the kids and then bam, they start running the fentanyl through up there. There hasn't been, there's not enough people up there to stop it all. Right. And if it's look over here, not over here. Mm-hmm. And they're using the kids. They're using the kids at not only to make money as and traffic traction through debt debt slavery, but they're using them as distraction so they can then send all the fentanyl. Like when Donald Trump says he want we should we should blow up all the the the, the cartels drug factories. Like we should. <laughs> Guys, crazy. the cartels that they paid scientists to teach them how to make fentanyl. Mm-hmm. They're not getting it from China. They're it's no different than that movie Breaking Bad or that show, right? Like, they are creating the product. Trump mm-hmm. talked about the MS-13, the cartel. Like, don't get it twisted. 
read the definition of a cartel. A cartel ain't some MS-13 dude with tattoos all over his face. They're political organizations. They're businesses that make money. The little old lady that got us, that, that tricked us, that set us up for that New York Times hit piece, she works with the cartel. She's got 501c3 right there in Mexico on the other side of the fence called Casa de la Esperanza with all kinds of monarch butterflies on it. And then they got foster cares. They got fucking daycares. Come on, man. So wait a second. So wow, the lady who wrote the article for the New York Times? No, the lady. So, so yeah, walk me remember? back. Because you, you and Justin were both just in the New York Times for your for your uh <laughs> I knew they were coming. <laughs> Did you play the beginning of that video? No, I didn't. I could play it right now though. Let's play that because it's gonna show you both of them in there, what happened and how they set me up and she got me. I bit hook, line, and sinker for a minute. The original one that Zach made. That first one I sent you, the six-minute one that we were just going to yeah. play the first three minutes. I'm adding it right now. One second. Got them with their backs. There they go. Five of them. Five of them came across. Six of them. Get them plates right still half another video if you guys want to watch it later it's on the youtube channel it's labeled I'll zach leave. killed it again I'll so you, you, saw in the, you saw in the beginning of that how it opened up with me going on that chase right and them coyotes jumping out of that vehicle yeah mm -hmm. and then you see the board that you see the chopper in the air right so oh. what happened was we're sitting there at the camper and we look down and like five or six coyotes in camo jump in this vehicle and they start taking off right out of the hole in the wall from Mexico. I get in the truck and I just start gunning them down. I'm calling border patrol. I'm giving them their coordinates and I'm staying behind them. <clears throat> border patrol's waiting up kind of by the exit. So they made a hard right 
down the dirt road. And when they realized that, um, and the, the chase is on the YouTube channel too, guys. It was like a minute and a half long or something. But when they realized they weren't going to get away from me, I'm doing like 60, 65, 70 in this big old three-quarter ton just hauling down this fucking dirt road. They all, they stop, they all get out. They got a little three-year-old girl with them. They're dragging her out of the car and they start running back towards Mexico. Border Patrol had the chopper within, in the air within three minutes, had them all pinned in the desert, okay? We're running ops. We got their backpacks and shit, looking for them. Border Patrol finds them once they get the chopper in the air, <laughs> ends up getting the driver of the car too. So there's like, here we are working with Border Patrol, Right. And it's going to be important when we show some of these videos later of what's transpired since that New York Times article. So <clears throat> here we are. We've got five, six illegal coyotes <laughs> sneaking right across. And remember, that guy told you the border, they have the border under control, guys. Don't get it twisted. And, and what they mean by that is regular citizens are having to step up. They, that thing is not secure. No, I saw it. It literally is just like, Two sticks holding up another stick, and that's that's what's blocking the gaps in the wall. Well, actually, they're two keys to the piano of the tuning fork, is what they are, and they're just not connected yet. Well, well, <laughs> so, what percentage of the show. what that's percentage of the show. area that we'll, you're no, at? We'll get is into that. I want to get into because everybody on Foxhole right now is already talking about the the tuning fork, and and Justin wanted to wait until you came on the show to talk about it. So. <laughs> I, I, well, do wanna, I do want to get let's into talk that. about the kids first because that's, that's important. Exactly, and what that's, that tuning fork is going to do is it's going to bring awareness down there and motherfuckers are going to pay attention to the tuning fork and they're going to learn how to pay attention to these kids. Right. They're going to be there. It's going to bring that attention. It's going to bring that awareness. So and, and that all played out like how that all transpired was all God, man. So you so, that, that that short little clip, that short little clip, we saw a ton of different kids from infants to to young teenagers. Did you see the initial contact of the fear in their eyes, and then when you see them, when we're when we take a picture and them smiles and that joy and that happiness mm -hmm. after we pray together and we ate and we let them like use the phone and give them water, right? They're they're especially the kid in the Don't orange. Change. And we're going to play a video in a little bit, guys, that shows this kid terrified. 14 which, years which, old from Guatemala. Which one do you want me to have pulled up just so I have it ready? The, um, the one where I tell you that the, the cartel's on the other side of the fence walking with him with the lasso telling him, keep on moving, keep on moving. All right. That's right. in the text message. So <clears throat> they create so much fear in them. They're raping on them. They're beating them. They're already sold. They're doing whatever they want at that cartel ranch and that whole journey getting up there. These kids aren't just walking from Guatemala to Mexico. No, it's organized crime. There's different people that are moving them along this process to get them to where they need to go to the cartel ranch. And then they come to America. Bam, they're sold. Boys, teenage boys right now. That's the commodity. That's what the traffickers are going for. Why do you That's, think it's, why, why is it teenage boys? Because it's freaky shit. You, you look at all these people, these transgenders, the the drag queen story hour, the all these weirdos getting busted for that shit, man. They're into all that shit, right? Oh, they they want to take the masculinity away, gross. right? They, they, they want to take that manhood away. And, and when you suffer that kind of trauma, 
it does that to, to a man per you, you think a, a certain way. It takes years and years and years for men to even say, hey, I, I was abused sexually as a child. Right. Because we think it like discredits. So that might be one of the reasons. I, I don't know. I don't know why they think like they do. Right. But but I know that they instilled this phenomenon fucking culture. Big time. Where men, they'll put on the mask. They're so paranoid because if they don't get the shot, they don't go fucking, they can't feed their family. That's not how men operate. We provide and we protect. It, you get out there, you don't rely on somebody else. You get out there and you figure out how to hunt, right? I don't know how to hunt. I've been a fella my whole life. I don't have weapons, but I went out there to Montana. I got my crossbow. I'm learning that shit. Those are important things, right? Oh, it, it, they weren't important before. They take that away. But the value of that, the value of these kids knowing how to, make a fire and, and live off a wood burning stove with cast iron. It, it, it's so dude, that's our freedoms, right? That they, they're, they've gotten us to where we got to rely on them. So there's so much my friends. Convenience. Huh? convenience is a killer. Yep. <laughs> so enjoyed a lot of us. What happened was I go on this high speed chase two days later, <laughs> Gail Kosovac, Owner of a 501c3 called Casa de la Esperanza. Casa de la Esperanza. You have the wall here, Sassabi, Arizona, Sassabi, Mexico. Here's the checkpoint. This fucking 501c3 is like steps away from the Sassabi checkpoint to get into the United States. So she's getting access there, right? And they're funneling them out. It's a humanitarian aid project type shit. So what she has been doing down there is throwing water to the hooch houses, right? Making it easy. At first, I thought she was just giving them water. We're finding out it's way more than that. It's comms. We've been following and counting the water bottles, right? We've been, every time she comes by and leaves water bottles, there's some kind of other sign on the fence, like a tied up scar for water bottles pointing a certain way, or they'll put a rock up on a rock or some sort of that sort. It's something to do with a drop-off, probably. Either it's hot or there's something there or there's not or bring me something. I don't know. We haven't learned those comms yet. <clears throat> but it's something. Yeah, they're not doing that for no reason. <clears throat> no. Mixing it up like that. So they no would reason. drive by always, like, you know, talking shit. Oh, those are the crazy cute people. Don't look at them. Talk to them. Or Lewis and them have been down there for, like, three years already. So they've had Jeez, plenty. You got to be careful, dude. You got to be careful. We're a crazy QAnon show, according to Media Matters. You got to be careful. Yeah, oh. yeah. Don't work out for New York Times. It backfired on them. Yeah, they fuck. They literally wrote a Media so, Matters article about us. <laughs> what this lady did? A couple days go by, and I look down, and I see the nose of a vehicle, <clears throat> kind of hidden behind the gravel piles where all the old metal used to be to finish the wall, and I see two people running from that same hole. Jump in this vehicle and take off. Zach, who put that video together from Musan Productions, <clears throat> jumps in the back of the truck. He's filming it. We get down that dirt road. Border Patrol has their coordinates. And you saw that little gray car where the passenger window went down and the big old camera came out? Yeah. <clears throat> they got me. Now here I am chasing the little old lady and two fucking legal immigrants. Right? So they can paint a narrative. And I knew right then, I'm like, motherfucker, I know better than that. Where wow. is it going to be? Mm -hmm. where, where, where are they going to use this? Who's this footage getting sold to? Two days later, 
New York Times just happens to be down there, way out in Sassabee, Arizona, in the middle of fucking nowhere. Yeah, you guys are literally in the fucking middle of nowhere. I saw the video. Like, oh. you know, I said, I was like, what the fuck is New York Times doing out in the middle of fucking nowhere? Yep. They were creating the narrative. <clears throat> While we're down there, look, so, guys, the cartel, and this is just for right now, there's a no hands-on policy on us down there. A lot of people think, oh, like, you got to fuck down, I'm not going down there to the cartel, or you guys be careful, or you get so worried about us down there. The bottom line is the cartel don't care about nothing but money. Okay, they have five holes on this wall, and just in this section here, and it's a cat and mouse game. If something were to happen to one of us over there, the military comes in and shuts down that whole operation immediately. Could you imagine them killing me or someone we're down there with offering humanitarian aid? They have to. They're going to come in and they're going to shut down their whole money operation. So right now it's a cat and mouse game. We haven't been able to completely stop the bleeding at every hole. Now that might change when we do that. I don't know. I know at one point we had four holes uh, <clears throat> plugged up before I made it out there. And you have two separate cartel ranches. One cartel has hole two, three, four, five, and all the way up that mountain. And this cartel down here has hole one. Okay, we were parked on the fifth wheel right in the middle of hole two and hole one on the hill. Only place to get service and live stream. And it just ironically is spot 17. Like that's painted on the fucking Atlas yeah. tube of the tuning fork. That's crazy. Right. So all these coincidences are lining up. So a while back, what happened when four holes were closed up, the two cartel, there was only that one hole down there that belonged to the one cartel. They had a gun battle, and they started shooting and fighting each other over there for control over that hole. Wow. They didn't do nothing to anybody over here uh, on these holes. <clears throat> now, I'm not – I don't know. I'm not to say if we plug up every fucking hole on this thing and we stop the bleeding that there's not going to be retaliation. But right now, what that's not – What do you mean when you say plug up the hole? Do you mean us actually build that fence, or are you saying stop the crossings by – No, I mean plug the hole with us people. Right, because they don't want conflict. The coyotes will not run through. They're gonna just gonna send kids through. Right? They're not gonna run the dope. They're not gonna do all that other shit, but they'll bring the kids through. All right. So plug in the hole, I mean by having three, four, five people hanging out like we've been doing down there, camping, right? Just hanging out, fellowshipping and hanging out waiting for kids. And when the kids come across, we offer humanitarian assistance and aid to them. And not only that, but we talked about creating the template and having to see it in its entirety, right? Mm -hmm. And there were so many different moving parts. So as the kids come across, I don't, I barely speak any Spanish, but we have a few interpreters go down there. Here's this all tattooed up, big bearded, fucking big old white truck. Could you imagine like, yeah, like, you know what I mean? I'm all barreling down, like, hey, you guys get in the truck, you want some hamburgers? <laughs> True American, white and blue all the time. <laughs> so, we um, we get them up there to the spot, right? And we usually we have to do that with an interpreter. Sometimes I had to show them videos and pictures, the same ones you guys see, of us loving on the kids, right. And just being there. Sometimes the reality is, and as hard as it was, like some days I, I really had to go to maybe the only thing I was for that kid for that moment. 
was a little bit of hope and, and humanity. Something to hold on to in this fucking process and not give up. Right? Because through hell. it's what they're doing. That's the reality of it. Like, I'm not going to sugarcoat shit. Right? Like, that's not... No, it, it's not fucking uh, butterflies and orgasms and they're coming over here for a better life. They're coming over here because they're worth a lot more fucking money over here and their parents and different people are selling them off. Cartel, people owe money. They're, I, I don't know the whole thing, but... Well, it's a debt, I, I, it's a debt slavery system. That's exactly yeah. what it is. Every from every, I talked to uh, Jason Jones from Newsmax about this. He said that they they literally have a debt slavery system where wherever you're from in the world, you're worth a different amount of money. Like if you're from Mexico, you're worth two grand. If you're from the Middle East, you're worth like nine grand. And they'll traffic you to anywhere you want to go to your sponsor. But now you owe the cartel money, so that you're now a a, a slave to the cartel throughout the entire time that you're here until you pay off your debts, which most people probably don't because it's a lot of money. So let's play that video I was telling you about up till about three minutes because we're going to talk about the sponsorship program. And you guys are going to hear this phone call. This is a 14-year-old from Guatemala that's walking up the hill. He's got a cartel member on the other side with a fucking lasso walking with him. And you're going to see, I'm going to turn the camera on him. And he's telling the first like two seconds, five seconds, it didn't pick up the voice. But you're going to, when we have that, we did a little, um, we had our interpreter, one of them, Rhonda, she was a savage down there. We were asking the boy, what was he saying? What was that cartel telling you? Because you're going to see the fear in his eyes. He was so fucking scared and distraught when he came to our camp. I mean, just covered in fear. Um, And he said, he told me to keep walking, keep walking. This is after the cartel was already learning what we were doing and how effective we were being and didn't want these kids talking to us. They came to us scared, man. And that's why we backed off for a minute because I didn't want to create no more discomfort for them. Right. They started sending little cartel members like the 14, 15 year olds with the gold teeth and the iPhones running ops, taking pictures and different things. I knew what they were doing and fucking matter. You know what I mean? Whatever. I'm not... I've been dealing with these cartels for a minute. God will put me where he needs me when he needs me. But he sits down, and you guys even hear the, the phone call to his supposed brother. Now, when you listen to that, I want you to think, <clears throat> if your little brother had just made a trek from Guatemala, and he finally made it into the United States where you're waiting for him, and he gives you that initial phone call, Tell me, it, it, do you feel any emotion in that? Is there any raw, like, yes? Nah, it, it, it's a fucking yeah. directive. It, it was an immediate check-in, right? And, and, and you can even hear it in the boy. He didn't want to talk. It's all soft-spoken. It's all the other guy on the other end is being quiet. And those of you guys that understand Spanish, you know, you'll pick up on what they're saying. I didn't know. You know what I mean? Rhonda heard, and she was able to get some of it, but... We got a speakerphone and another speakerphone. So go ahead and roll that beautiful bean footage there. All right, let's let's run it. Hold on. Can you guys hear it? You won't hear it for the next five seconds. You'll see this cartel guy over here, though. So is that a cartel guy on the other side of the fence? Yep, with a lasso. Walked him right on up. 
giving them directions. <laughs> All right. Uh, the phone number is. Stay out of the way. Watch him back here. He was back there with the lasso rope, so I don't know what the hell he was doing, Rob. Hold on one second, guys. Let me get Rhonda on the phone. So you're trying to communicate with these kids? Uh, I'll be right back. Give me one minute. Hello. All righty. Um, we got one who just walked up. He's kind of standing by the trailer, leaving us in the opening of this gate. You kind of see what's going on back here. I was live streaming it. Amigo, Benpaka. Here, you want to tell him if he wants to sit down, make sure he's okay, if he needs any help or what's going on? You want to sit? Right. Okay. You're good. You're good, Rhonda. I walk off for a minute to just kind of check perimeter and. Hold on, I'm not. What are you wondering, Dallin? What are you asking me? Huh? In the coolers? The Yeti coolers? Mariano. Mariano. Sí. Ah, ya. ¿Y cuántos años tienes? Este, tengo 14 ya. El 15 de septiembre voy a cumplir los 15. He's 14. He'll be 15 on the 15th of September. Uh -huh. His name his name's Mariano. Where's he coming from? ¿De dónde vienes, mijo? De Guatemala. Guatemala. ¿Y dónde vas? A Houston. A Houston, you live in Houston. Yeah. Who's going to live in Houston? A Houston. A Houston. A Okay, ask him if he wants to call his brother. I wish you told me that was Okay, here in one minute, we'll go ahead and do that. Um, you want to ask him if he's okay as he was walking up, the timing of it. You know everything that's going on today with all these special ops are running. Um, I was running perimeter and coming back up from the, e from the east. And as soon as I passed that opening and got up here and parked, he came through. 
Um, as he got close to the trailer on the other side of the wall, Rondo was a uh, supposed, I'm not going to be judgmental, but a cartel member that was walking up with him and he said something to him. Is he going to get in trouble for talking to us? What? Who is that guy? Is this is this kid? Is Mariano okay right now? Mira, el, el, el que estaba contigo, te, te vas a meter en problemas por estar hablando con mis amigos. Mm, solo lo que no, no entiendo es, es lo que ellos hablan, pero yo hablo español. Sí, pero no, el, el con que venías, el, el que estaba contigo antes que cruzaste. Mm -hmm. The cowboy with okay. the lasso. Okay. Is there any more yeah, people no with you? No. No, they, he didn't threaten them or anything. Okay. Or does uh, Mariano have any more people that came over with him, or did he see any more people on the ranch? He's got brand new. He has brand new. It's gone. It's out. Okay, um, he's in new clothes. Uh, yeah, he's you can tell he's in fresh clothes, yeah, and you can tell like the fear in his voice and the discomfort, right? And you guys yeah, will hear that sure. that phone call with the sponsor. Like, there's so much different footage in there, and that's why we did that. See, we get their sponsor's number and we call because we want to see how that initial reaction is. For one, I, it raises red flags. We now have the phone number. Now we can pull up and, and vet that phone number and see who this registered to. We can pull up that criminal history. We can find the address to that. We can see who's registered at that address, and we pull up their criminal records. Now, how ironic, James, you remember I just we did that on Operation 1009, that 501c3 that I was a part of for a minute. Um, and I guess now, as it comes out, that it was only because I needed to get in it to expose it but remember all them cartel connections yeah last name lopez you you what happened guys and we learned in that dig okay hispanic people are very proud of their heritage and their name mm -hmm. they don't change their names they don't lose their names that name is very prideful so what they've done is they might be infighting a little bit over here on the mexico side the foot soldiers, the MS-13s. But remember, the definition of the cartel is the politicians, the businesses, the these kind of people. So over here, they're all fighting. But what they did when they came over here, and this we found this out a year and a half ago when we started doing this dig on Operation 1009. All the head families married into each other. The Sinaloa cartel, the the whatever the big the Gulf cartel, they all married into each other over here, and they added a, a last name to it. So you got like Aguilar Garcia Lopez, right? Or sometimes it's Lopez Aguilar G Garcia, or they'll take one out and use two of the names. They'll they flip it around. Uh -huh. They'll flip it around. Yes. 
And that's what they did. They all married into each other out here. So we, we want to find out where they're going. We need to vet that process. We need to um, have that information, right? Because the legalities of it, they're looking, and we're going to see that in a little bit, how Border Patrol is now. But they're looking for anything to take me out of the fight or whoever's down there doing this because the value of it. So I don't give them no opportunity. As hard as it is, and people go, you know, some of you guys that – look, and I encourage you to come out here. If you have a better way or, or some other idea, don't fucking sit at home and tell us, right? Come out here and be part of that solution. And, like, I'll, dude, I'll tell you, leave it up to Jason, and I'll fuck it up every time. I don't have the answers. But I know together and collectively, like, that we can do better as long as we're working together, right? So – that's why we turn them over, knowing they're going to be trafficked, right? Because I'm not going to be taken out of the fight. Huh? You turn them over to Border Patrol? Yes. Right? I, I wanted to take every fucking single one of them home. You know how hard it was to fucking put them in that van? Fucking sucks. Sucks, man. And uh, But we had to get in the solution. Right. If we don't know the problem, we can't get in the fucking solution. And so in that. Um, knowing that it's like, OK, so what are we going to do different? Right. Well, what do we need to do? We need emergency shelters. We need people because all the loopholes in this sponsorship program. We need you guys to sponsor. Right. We have access to these kids. We're their first point of contact. You saw the smiles. That's the first time in how knows. What the hell happened to them on the way over here from where they come from? You see them in the back of the truck, and then you see them sitting around the campfire, like praying and laughing. And, you know, um, the Let's Go Brandon it's not a political stunt. I don't give a fuck. It was to raise awareness and get the right people talking about it to get all eyes on this fucking thing, right? The new New York Times would eat it up. I don't give a fuck about Brandon. I don't give a fuck about Trump. I give a fuck about these kids in these communities, right? And, and it was an opportunity to do that, and it was a golden fucking opportunity like savage like to be a fly on that wall at the border patrol station while while 70 fucking kids over a fucking two and a half week period come in with let's go brandon shirts on oh man that's amazing <laughs> you imagine bro oh. i we we took the cost on that we ate it on that one. it was well working <laughs> so we we get them you know we we get them there and then so now it's emergency <clears throat> shelter. It's a sponsorship program. We know what they're doing there, right? We're, we're the best research in the world. Some of you guys in here, like the collective, I'm just a half-retarded motherfucker like Justin and James say, <laughs> and my job is boots on the ground. I don't know how to understand all the comms on the Q maps. I don't understand the Q clock. I don't understand timestamps and none of that shit. I don't understand. I'm like, I'm terrible at researching besides like, God, he, I have those feelings of cer certain things and I'll find certain things and just, by that feeling and that intuition, you guys are the ones that tear it up, Jeez, right? Man. You guys are the ones that, right? You guys are the ones that pray for me. Then prayer warriors, you guys that do these shows, like nobody would know this shit if you guys weren't doing these things and getting it out, right? I don't work. I haven't been fucking, I, not that I'm unemployable, but right now this, like I have a job that God's calling me to do, right? Some of you guys financially support, like when we're all playing a part, whatever that is, where we fit the moderators, those of you that share this information, right? Those of you that show up and participate, it's all just as valuable. Well, one's not yeah, more everybody. important than the other. 
that's what the where we go one we go all means that's the that's the power of the collective i love it sure wow i love have it. a part to play and god speaks to each of us in different ways and you have to listen to what you're called to do yes <clears throat> so guys if you have a better way like or different ideas um i suggest coming down there Right. And, and and figuring that out together, I I'll share our vision and our template and what we've created by being down there. And, and I, our goal is to take that all the way down the wall. Right. We're going to do the uh, ha everybody start hashtag hashtag and border wall of Palooza or Walchella. No, border wall of Palooza. You can put that one on there too, not or put them both. Yeah, Justin, we're talking about Walchella the other day. <laughs> yeah, the time the flyer's coming out in a couple days. I seen the preview of it, and it's fine. It's nice, man. Did you released the date yet? Because I, I know yeah. the date. Yeah. So Fourth of July is on a Monday. So we're gonna do Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, first, second, third, fourth of July, border wall of Palooza. On the motherfucking wall in Sassabi, Arizona, on a giant tuning fork. It, it don't cost nothing, right? If you want, if you want a good camp spot, for the only thing that the only, uh, I guess, not requirement, camp spot seventeen is mine. It's taken, right? <laughs> Come out there, stake your claim, bring your RV, bring your tent, bring your travel trailer, bring your truck, whatever you want to sleep in, however you want to hang out, and come fellowship. Come listening to this beautiful, like raw frequencies, and have these artists on there playing like out of love. Like we'll heal it that way for now. What Tesla tells the secret to the universe was: think energies, vibrations, frequencies. Energies, vibrations, frequencies. It's that fucking simple. 2017, Trump's tweeting about using this wall to create free energy. Did he really right? tweet about that? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yes. July, know. either either June or July 21st, 2017. I have to look at that. And then I, we I, got the videos of him saying, it's all comms, guys. Then we got the videos of him saying, when they find out what the wall does, nobody's going to want to take it down. Well, it, it, makes, it makes complete sense. It makes complete sense. And I'm a big believer that there's... There's, if there really is a plan, which I truly believe that there is, especially based on what's going on right now with Dur Johnny Durham and this whole entire case, um, there's got to be a plan for after the plan because our economy, our country, our the 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 citizens, the people all over the world are hurting right now, and if we continue down this path on the same system, there's no recovering from it. Well, what's the beauty of that hurting, though? It's like a birth. It's like a childbirth, mm -hmm. right? The only way the other side of something is through it. And it's going to hurt, and it's going to suck, but this whole fucking system needs brought down. Yeah. A thousand percent. A thousand Everything. percent. It's nothing. None of this shit's new. The only thing that's new is the transparency of it and the uncomfortability, right? Like, no fucking and it's on a mass scale. Down on your head. It's got to be biblical. That's what we need to do. <laughs> but if you look at it, like it's fucking brilliant. Let's take Disney, for example. A couple years ago, how convenient would it be? And how many of us thought, well, why don't they just come out on, on the TV and say, Ghislaine Maxwell has a submarine fucking license and, and her parents, the submarine business, and there's a 
trip that goes from Disney to little St. James Island, a little scuba yep. trip, and sure. they're, they're all involved in it. Could you imagine how some people, the mental breakdown and, and how their whole world and their reality would have collapsed? They shelved it. The, the, the and they had and they did and, and look how fucking when they did the uh, thing down in Florida, all it took was them supporting that, and then people were like, "I'm not willing to participate in Disney no more." Right? Yeah, crashing. Yeah. Yep. It ended up crashing. Yeah. yeah. But w- without people puking and without our grandmas crying themselves to fucking sleep. Feeling so guilty because they took us to Disney our whole fucking lives or growing up. Mm-hmm. They were brainwashed. They didn't know any better. They thought it no, was it, it, they, their intentions were good and and, and pure. And, and that's why it, it has to be the slow little drip, that slow process. I 100 percent agree. And it would shatter people's reality. So before we so, get before we get real quick, the- well, I remember just so you guys know, for Border Wall of Palooza. It's donation only. Any everything is going to go towards building an emergency shelter right there in Sassabee, Arizona, before we take it to the next step of the wall. Are you guys have a website yet? Did Justin get that yet? Uh, not for that event. <laughs> We're waiting. I'm going to put the flyer something. out and do a give, send, go, and then there will be like specific items that we need donated on the flyer for those big ballers out there. Those of you guys that got. Like campers and RVs just sitting in your yard. You're thinking about maybe selling it. You don't really need it. We're, we need to turn it. We need a couple nursing stations. We need some cooling trailers, right? We we need a place for this to, to attract more people and to bring people down there that have, like, medical needs that want to participate but are scared. You know, they're thinking, oh, I can't go down to the desert down here for four days. No, we need to make it to where everybody come, can come. Grandmas can come. Kids can come. So we're looking for travel trailers, RVs, empty box trailers, cooling trailers, bathroom systems, stuff People like that. Ask, asking for a link uh, to send it to. Um, you can put uh, just put my docs my phone number anyway, guys. My phone number is 702 <laughs> 7022814227. <laughs> Um, and that's what's connected to the Zelle. It's Freedom Rings. If you guys want to wait or if you want to send it there, it's all going to be transparent. It all goes back to, to it. It's the same fucking thing. Um, it all goes to these kids all the time. So um, everything is all the proceeds are going to go to that. And then we're running ops further down the wall right now to find out the Coyote and Kid hotspots on other cartel ranches. And that'll be the next spot. And we're just going to keep taking the fucking border palooza down the wall. So once you make contact with these kids, how does the sponsor get involved? Like from the border, from the border patrol to the sponsor, like. (laughs) Well, they have to wait until we. Remember your tax money. They got to get a ride to their sponsor first because we got to pay for it. Aren't important to their sponsor. If, if when we're sponsoring, I'm telling you now, because. We've got people. I'm looking for a phone charging cord right now. You guys might have to walk with me up until the hotel room for a minute. If I don't find one. So we've got people that are applying for that and becoming them sponsors themselves. But I don't know about you guys. If I was sponsoring a kid that was coming over from Guatemala, right, and I'm living fucking in Washington or or wherever the fuck I'm living, as soon as I find out that kid's here, I'm on my way to get it. 
right? How much more trauma are we going to put them through? What we're going to load them in five more paddy wagons and two more buses and let them get in and out of these cages? No. So that's what they're doing. We just deliver them right to their fucking front doors. And we pay. We pay the bill. Yep. These cocksuckers. These cocksuckers. Yeah, I left the charger up there. You guys. How, how do watch. you become a? How do you become a sponsor? Like how? How? How the? How the fuck does that happen? How do you be Remember, like? Oh, I'm just kind of like retarded here, so I have all the information to do that, right? And I'm going to send that to you, and it has all the the whole process and different things and what we've found so far. I got my key. Yeah. What we found be honest so with you. of what that looks like. I'm kind of retarded. Um. <laughs> But if illegal immigrants can sponsor kids, I'm sure there's not that much of a fucking process to do it. No, it can't be. If there's illegal immigrants sponsoring kids and just bringing them, bringing them right to their front door, and then we then they owe the the cartels money wherever they are, and the cartels have resources all over the country uh, through multiple gangs, um, and. They're not going to be free until they pay off their debt. Free, please. Oh, you guys might accidentally red pill some people in the elevator. They're going to be wondering who the hell is this guy that stays here. <laughs> We're oh, he's on the to make sure, make sure you tell him he's he's on We the People Radio, the greatest We the People Radio, we the greatest podcast there is. No, uh, <laughs> so these sponsors are just the next people in the chain of these victims basically being handed off in the human trafficking. Yes. Thank you. Yes. So they go to the sponsor and there's no accountability. There's no checking up process. There's no vetting. There's no, <clears throat> but if you listen to the New York times, right. And, and we're going to get into that because things have changed out there, <clears throat> but for the better, it's about the awareness, right? Because we start raising awareness and stuff and people start seeing it. And then people, see it for what it really is the new york times backfired on them man people are in the comments and they're talking about they shut the comments off didn't they yeah and some of them but some of them they're still open like on the facebook and you can see people are talking about oh cute people might be crazy or something but i know there's sex trafficking going on and you're saying there's not what's a bad thing about like people in the community because our fucking government won't do it I don't see nothing wrong with them doing it. Yeah, we're taking it in our own hands. Yes. The government won't do anything about it. I mean, it's not even like that there's big, like 70 feet, Justin said, was like the biggest gap. But there was a bunch of them. There was a bunch of gaps. But it, that was just in one little section in Sassabee, Arizona. Oh, I know. I'm sure they're all over the all over the all over the border. But yes. at the end of the day, we have $44 billion to send over to Ukraine, and we can't patch up these little spots. We just have little pieces of wood sticking up there. Do you think if that was finished up, do you think that would really make a, a huge difference in slowing down? So the right now, I, I thought that, right? I did think that for a minute, but right now with what's going on with the other discoveries that we're finding – Maybe it's not finished up because of anything can be a weapon in the wrong hands, right? And if this really is a giant tuning fork and tied into Tesla's dust curtain and energy, 
Could you imagine what that could do on the wrong frequency? Probably a lot of damage. Do a lot of damage. Right? Could do a lot of damage. If those holes were all closed up, what's happening to them kids on that cartel ranch? Right? At least now when they come through there, we know where they're going. We know the process. Had they been closed up, we would have just remained like numb to it. But how do we know those, those sponsors are actually their brothers or their uncles or their family members? Like, you know, you, you say you know where they're going and, you know, to an extent. But how do we know that these people aren't don't have more ill intent for these people that are they're picking up? So you saw that little baby I was holding, the 30 day year old baby, Uh huh. 30 day um, with the three year old. Yeah. Um, we called her sponsor her husband right and i'm asking him on this phone call like all oh, your family's here like your baby is so beautiful have you seen him yet have you seen him he says no uh-uh not yet and so i switched to video call switched to video call i'm able to snapshot a couple pictures of his face and i take the camera over there and i give him that interaction Right. I let him see his baby. I let him see his wife that supposedly he's never seen this baby. Right. And then as the the story, the uncomfortability. Right. Um, tried to give we, we we gave her about 80, 100 bucks and she it, she did not want to take the money. She didn't want to have nothing to do with the money. She was so scared to have the money. So all this wasn't registering until this process is playing out and little more pieces are revealing themselves. So the original, I, I wanted him to see his baby. Like, what a beautiful thing, right? Like, and to not be able to see him, he's 30, 30 days old. Check him out. He's beautiful home. And there, it was all raw. There was no emotion. You could tell in her the discomfort level. Okay. So then as this conversation goes on for a minute, we hang up. He's like, hey, amigo, please tell the Border Patrol that my wife had the baby here in the United States, just so they know, and she needed help with the baby. So she went back to Mexico and now she's coming back over. Right. He was like really adamant on this. And he kept saying, thank you so much. Thank you so much. And sending me text messages. And I got them. I put them on different threads and posts and different things. Thank you. I'm like, yeah, don't don't worry about it, man. It's, you know, the things we get to do. Like, and at this time, there's already some red flags, a little, you know, a few because it's starting to resonate with me how that conversation went. And um, so then about five minutes later, he texts me and after we had already talked and hung up, and he goes, um, let me read it to you. The camera's gonna freeze for one minute, but I'm gonna read you the exact wording. It'll take one second. You can still hear me, right? Yeah, we can yeah. still hear you. Okay. So he texts me and he says, I am very grateful for helping my wife. She was locked up with the people who locked her up and did not let her out. And she gave birth to the baby in their house. She only ran away because we had no other option. If you would please help me explain to Border Patrol that they are taking her to a hospital to check the baby because she does not speak English. Thank you and God bless. So you mean to tell me 
you know somebody's holding your wife hostage and making her give birth to this fucking baby and she has to run away back to Mexico and come back over here and, 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 and now I've seen his face right and this is what I mean when I say I've seen their faces and I've heard the fucking voices of where they're going right and I hear them in the middle of the fucking night sometimes and uh, so then after that I say, oh, don't worry about it. Now every, everything's off. It's like, okay, all right, now now let me get his ass. So I'm like, well, we're, we're going to send your family like this beautiful care package and, you know, just to kind of help you guys out and get you going and, you know, make it to where you guys don't have to worry about things for the baby. Do you have an address? Boom. Had an address within like 10 seconds. He gives me the address. First, I run the phone number. Phone number is registered to... <laughs> Some fucking dude named Chris Thomas or some shit. I've got all his information in a folder. If anybody wants to take it further or even just look for yourself, you guys have my phone number, text me and ask me for it, and I'll send it over to you guys. He's standing there, and, and I have experience from prison, so I, I know who's who in prison just by looking at them and how they stand and the certain tattoos that they have that they earn while they're in there. And he's standing there like this, his little yard pose in a prison somewhere. First of all, if you got a phone in prison, you're taking pictures, you're running some shit in prison, right? He's got all his swastikas on him and shit. The phone number came back to him. So then I take the address that this package was going to go to, and I run that, and I find five individuals that live in there. And out of the five that are registered to that house, three of them are the same prominent fucking last names from Operation 1009. <laughs> same ones. Same kids, same family, same fucking shit. Just so we get that information. We turn it over. I got a hold of, um, you know, because remember Victor Avila? No. He wrote Agent Under Fire. He was the one who was ambushed in Mexico, the ICE agent who his partner was killed on the freeway, and he was shot up. Okay. Wrote a book called Agent Under Fire. I met him in Vegas because he was speaking to it. If you remember, James, in Vegas, that's when I was first coming out public with this dig and the things I had found out about Operation 1009. And I knew how the cartel had no regard to human life. And I needed a mentor because I have a responsibility <coughs> to my wife and my kids. Of course you do. Right? And so I needed to go about it because I don't know how to I don't know how to stop. I don't know how to not do it. Right. But so but I have a responsibility in that to. um you know, do that in the safest, smartest way possible. Yeah, I'm protected with the whole armor of God and God's got his angels and he's watching, but I still got to do my part, right? So he's been my mentor through this whole process of who to talk to and who not to talk to and, you know, different things, um, sharing different things with me along through this process that have been a big, valuable part of being able to be most effective, right? And so we turned it over to ICE, the, the, um, supervisor for human trafficking and human smuggling in an area, one of his trusted servants, sir, dudes that he has served with that, you know, cause he walked away from it. They set him up there. There was supposed to be no travel on that highway. They weren't allowed to travel for a few months. And then all of a sudden they tell him like in his partner, it's okay. No, take this over there. Go down here. It's okay. It's the road's clear. Now you're good. And they ambush him. They shoot him up on the side of the road after they wreck his fucking car and they sit there for 40 minutes and his partner dies. He dies in his arms, right? The cartel did this. He was working on human smuggling and different things. 
sets operations and what you know what he was in so he walked away so he's very um he's vocal too you know he shares some of our stuff and he's talked about it on there so that's the only reason i'm saying he don't care you know he he works for god you know he's but he's smart about it so um in that like we've been able to kind of pinpoint it back to the same families Trump talked about these cartel, man. That wall is so much more important. He's MS-13 and all these cartel. It's not just over there. Like, they have infiltrated everything over here. We found police chiefs. We found politicians that are tied into these families from Operation 1009. We found the judges, the lawyers, the realtors. They're getting HUD homes. They're getting, you know, all these houses. They got 501c3s. They got daycares. They got foster cares. They work for your CPS. They work for... You know, um, human health services, they work with all these organizations that have access to special needs kids, autistic kids, and, you know, kids that are that have these different issues with them, right? They go in, that's what they do, and they have free access to these fucking kids, man. It's disgusting, and it shouldn't, shouldn't surprise you that they're funneling this money to these things. We just found out today. And that's the that's how I sleep at night, right? Even hearing that dude's fucking voice and seeing his face, the only way I get any rest is because I know I'm participating in a solution. That's why I go hard in the paint like I do. Right? I couldn't imagine sitting there knowing this shit and not doing nothing but turning on my fucking TV or playing a video game or putting my little mask on and going into the store or, you know, going to watch a movie or fucking a football. I ain't watched any sports in years. Right. I, I can't. I don't know how to do nothing else right now. Well, there's got to be I, uh, there's got to be a, a bigger solution. And I know you were saying earlier that the wall may be open for a reason. Uh, what do you think? Like, how are we going to stop these cartel cartels from literally trafficking humans? Like, there's got to be a way, and a better solution. So right now we have to. We have to cut off their supply line, mm-hmm. right? We have to take that access away from them a little bit at a time. And what I what we found that template is the emergency shelters. An emergency shelter is no different than a crazy house in the sense that if I call the psych ward and I say James is crazy, he's thinking about hurting himself. James has to go here, and there's a process that James goes through before they say, "Okay, you're safe. You're safe to yourself and others now, and you can leave." There's psych nurses, there's doctors, there's a whole little process and procedure before you can be released out of that. That's what an emergency shelter is. The emergency shelter is, it don't matter if they have somewhere to go to, right? What happens now, like when kids run from foster care in different places and they're running away from this sex trafficking and different things and they get caught, they're brought right back to juvie. If there was an emergency shelter close enough, right, then they would be brought to that emergency shelter where there's nurses, psych nurses, there's people that go over. See, these kids are marked. They're already marked and branded. Tattoos, burnt on, you know, different things showing where they're, who, who they're, they belong to, right? And in that process of them kids being there, that's when we're going to go. This is the community effort, right? We're not going in there, look, guys, like, my job is the truth and transparency. That's too much of a responsibility for the accountability and the judgment. I'm going to leave that up to God, right? My job is, is, is just to shine some, some light and some truth to a situation and 
let it be what it's going to be, right? But create the solution. Hey, that behavior is no longer accepted in this community. It's not going to happen. Here we are. Could you imagine like these kids at these sponsors' addresses that we already have, guys, right? We already have them. Like we can we can do a little data experiment and see how it works and what it looks like. But what if seven or eight of us came from a place of love, right? Because remember, love and fear, love and fear, energies, vibrations, frequencies. When we're all caught up in the infighting or or that fear, they're 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 still winning. They're still winning. Right. And, and at the same time, what we're doing is we're creating people to um, they're not attracted to that, especially right now, as the bell is lifted, people are attracted to the light. Right. And there's a way to stand there at drag queen story hour. There's a way to stand there in, in front of some of these people and still love them. Right. Like Jesus loved all of us. But, but not give them an opportunity no more. Right. Mm -hmm. We got this. You go, you go over there. Mm -hmm. Right. So when we come and do that, could you imagine how they're going to start like really starting to fear? Right. If now we're taking control of the situation. Now that kid's going to feel a lot more comfortable. Five, six, seven, eight people come when they already know, because now their first experience, right. As they're coming across the wall, getting delivered to them, they remember the groups that prayed with them and cried with them and, 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 ate with them and gave them Bibles and, you know, and sat there and gave a fuck about them for a minute. Right. They're going to remember that. So then they're going to feel that sense of security. And it's a simple question. Are you okay here? Right. And, and, and we've trained it. Like when these people aren't going to walk down be able to walk down the streets, it's morphed into a different idea for me. It's not, see, originally I thought it's because we're going to fucking hang them all up and string them up. Right. But now the power of the collective is like, Hey, you're not going to get away with that behavior. Right. And, and you sit there and you ask them hard questions. Right. Well, what's going on here? Who are you? What, you know what I mean? You ask the questions. You what? We find out from the kid. We talk to the kid. Right. And, and I bet you there's going to be a difference. So when that when they're in that emergency shelter and we have enough. Right. At least for a few now. But we're going to start with one at a time, guys. So it don't get overwhelming for us and seem like it's too much. So we're just going to use we're going to do that border wall of Palooza. All them funds are going to go towards that emergency shelter that's close enough to that border. We have nurses. We, we have the, the whole protocol of what the legalities of need to be in an emergency shelter to classify it as an emergency shelter, which gives cops, which gives border patrol, which gives us the citizens somewhere to take these kids. And while they're at their kid at this place, now we're vetting where they're supposed to go. Oh, this don't work out right? A kid knows that. He knows he's been loved. No, we got you, bro. Do, would you like this person to sponsor you? Right. This, this is my friend. Right. It, it Make that connection. Make that interaction and allow them to choose. And, and I'm pretty sure that I, I've seen the look. I've seen them. I've seen the fear in them. I see them come over just fucking complete panic. And they're laughing and crying and praying. And they're praying in their own language. And they're joking with us. And then as soon as Border Patrol comes. Wall back up. Wall back up. They open that fucking paddy wagon. They start shoving them in there. That sucks, man. That really sucks. Um, so I know we only got a couple more minutes with you. Um, I want to hear a little bit about this tuning fork because everybody in Foxhole is asking questions. 
Justin left it to this episode. He was telling me, he's like, I don't want to ruin it for you. Uh, Jason will tell you when he comes on the show. Shout out to the foxhole. Yeah, shout out to Justin from Cannabis of Combat. And, shout uh, out to Justin. That's my boy. Um, so Justin was telling me that you guys made a little bit of a discovery uh, with this wall and the frequencies. And tell, uh, tell me a little bit more about this because I'm I'm a little lost. I was watching some of the videos and I was seeing what you guys are doing and it's, it's some wild man stuff. So details. Yeah. All right, we're going to walk back down towards the truck because right after this, we got to head out to work. So this is what I mean by it was like, so God, you got my key? Uh, them guys got keys. I can get one from the day. So spot 17, the last night there, I had been there for two and a half weeks already. And you know me, just a half-retarded guy. I've heard these cool sounds a little bit, right? The bam, little echoes, but I just thought it was kind of cool. <laughs> so it had to take, this is the last night. Justin came down for two days and we're up there. We went away from the camp. See, at camp, you couldn't hear it because I had the fifth wheel, the truck, the generator, another vehicle there right on the wall. So the noise was uh, interrupted. So I'm giving Justin a little tour and we're taking footage and I'm showing him like where hole three is. I'm showing in these hooch houses. I'm showing in these different things. So we're up on the hill. And this is the video we did um, on what was it? the last day. It's called Major Discovery or something. It's on Justin's channel and my YouTube channel. So we were up on the hill. We've been there for like 20, 30 minutes, right? And out of nowhere, we do a high five. Justin's jaw drops, turns like fucking white. He's like, dude, have you ever heard? What's up, Sean? Good, how you doing, brother? Um, have you ever heard of Chichen Itza, however you say it, Chichen Itza, Mexico? I said, no. He says, watch this video. And he pulls up this one-minute video. <laughs> I'm sure you guys have been seeing it on the uh, TikTok today. Like, it's up to, like, a half million views, I think. Like, it's going. It's fucking going, bro. (laughs) And scientists, sound scientists, and different people from all over the world. Did you want to play that little TikTok real quick? I don't know where that TikTok is. So they can hear it? I don't know where that TikTok is, but I'm going to You got Justin's TikTok right there? No. That way they get the audio, like, the whole visual with it. I don't have uh, TikTok. You don't have TikTok? No, For the guy, he claps and okay. it comes back from the temple, and right? It sounds like a bird? Yes. Sounds like a bird. Scientists, sound scientists, people have been coming from all over the world to figure out this sound, and nobody can. So, it's like, okay. That's pretty fucking cool. So now we're excited. We got a podcast with uh, Navy Vet Shane and US Anon in like two hours, so we're just like kind of sitting with it, right? Like, fuck, what the fuck? Like, everything's all raw and new. Okay, hold on. I got, I got something real quick. I'm going to pull it up.
You got audio, James? I don't have audio. Yeah, you need to hear it. No audio. Can you guys hear it? No. Do you have yeah, fuck. You have that muted? How about now? Get your shit together, James. I'm retarded. I heard that. Uh oh, retard alert. Retard alert, class. Hold on. Let's run this back. Let's run this back. I'm an idiot. Um Uh, so tell us. So after you discovered this sound, and I'm gonna play it for you in a second. Here we go. <laughs> so then we this, go on. This is. A- go ahead. I got it. Ready? Share screen. Okay. Window. Boom. Share. Let me know if you guys have sounds. A simple echo. Actually, it's very simple to explain. When you clap in front of a pyramid, I mean of a, of a slope the sound will go to, to the top. In this case, a pyramid. No? And if it's there a, a cavity or a temple, like in this case, the echo will come, will come back to you. If you clap in front of an Egyptian pyramid, nothing happens because the sound goes away. But here, the sound comes back. It sounds like a bullet ricochet. Why? It sounds like a bird. Don't ask me that, because we don't know. But this is really impressive. Experts from different countries, experts in acoustics. What, what, what the fuck are you going to say? Oh, it's a, it says, he said uh, they can't figure it out. And then he okay. said it used to be on four sides. It used to make that noise on all four sides of that pyramid. Now it only makes it on two sides, the north and the west. So we're sitting there in Justin's show, or in uh, Navy Vent show, and me and Judd, like, we're like, fuck, dude, we got to do some, like, we got to figure this shit out. You know what I mean? So we're not really saying nothing yet because we don't want to look, you know, you know how this is. You know, you got, we got to vent. We got to do some research and shit, but we couldn't contain it. So we told Navy vet what we had fucking discovered that day. <laughs> so then we all four started researching together during the middle of the live stream. So first of all, the wall is made out of cobalt. Vanadium and iron. There's two different um, components in that wall. Some of them have rebar and concrete in them. So on the periodic table, cobalt is CO, vanadium is V, and iron is FE. <laughs> C-O-V-F-E-F-E, Covfefe. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? Vanadium, some scientists say it don't even come from this planet. It has hundreds of healing properties. They use it for diabetes and different things of that sort. Okay, so we find this out. And then we're like, Justin has this $300 speaker from Best Buy. You know that little one like we brought out there too when he did the press conference? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That he didn't use, but he takes it around sometimes. So we're like, let's do a little experiment. Let's try some frequencies and put them right up on the wall. And the Schumann resonance went from 7 to 38 and held for 7 minutes 
and you could see the little white light on the map lighting up in southern Arizona. Wow. Off That's of incredible. a 532, which is a frequency, which is a DNA repair frequency. So now we're like really fucking tripping, <laughs> right? Like, what the fuck? <clears throat> so there's some people that you, that I'm sure some of you guys in Foxhole, I've dropped it in the Discord a few times. Um, the homie Frosty, who's up in Canada, he's like, I went on Stiletto's Street Talk Real Talk show on Rumble the other night. And at the end of it, he tied it in, right? Like, this is, guys, I didn't go to school. I was a fucking dope head in and out of prison, just running amok for, 30 years about, you know what I mean? I just, October 21st, 2015 is when I finally started getting my shit together. And so I don't understand all that shit. So the guys are working on it, but there's so much guys and it's taking them some time. There's timestamps, there's Trump tweets, there's Trump uh, doing speeches where they talk about it in different comms and different things. And we're, we've getting the exact specs of this wall because those are all very important when it comes to tuning forks and different things. Like, as above, so below, right? I, there's so many things. We're out there that day. Old Dick Punch. Shout out to the homie Dick Punch. Homie Dick Punch. <laughs> Dick Punch. He calls me after we left, me and Justin. We're out there, and this is on the live stream of Major Discovery, the last day on the YouTube channel. We're out there where we originally found this out, so we took the the truck and the, you know, the cannabis and combat and the table, and we went up there and live streamed on the last day. We're up there, and I'm playing a Sundance, a Lakota Sundance song. And a Sundance is the natives when the only thing that they own is their own flesh and blood. So when they pray and they ask for something, it's always like, what am I willing to be uncomfortable about, right? It's about that uncomfortability, not just, hey, God, fix this for me, please, but not doing any of the work. Right. So they pierce themselves and they dance to a tree for four days and four nights. And they're asking God to answer this prayer. And they're saying, I'm spilling blood. I'm giving you the only thing that I own. And I'm and I'm suffering just a little bit here for this prayer. Right. And I'm praying for the people. So as I'm sitting there and we're live streaming, there's a hooch house right there. And I wanted to send all these prayers and just this love and the Sundance song and leave all that there because it was the last day. And you know, uh, it, it was difficult leaving and a <clears throat> little bit of time goes by. Some choppers fly by. Justin's like, I ain't seen a chopper since I've been out here. You see in the live stream, like a couple of them go by. So Dick Punch calls me a couple days later when we get home and he goes, hey, I needed to tell you this, like from me to you, like I already told Justin, but this is something you need to hear. When Justin was going out there, I reached out to some of my buddies out there who are still in the field just to kind of keep an eye on things. And they called me yesterday and they said, where exactly were your friends on the border? He said, I don't know, somewhere down like Yuma or Nogales or just somewhere down there. I don't know exactly. And he goes, what were they driving? Now, what were they driving is very relevant because in this podcast, me and Justin drove our two trucks up there. We parked them right in the middle of the road and we put the cannabis and combat banner on it so you could see our vehicles. He says, I don't know. All I know is that just, my buddy went out there to meet Jason. He had, he's got a camper out there, his truck, his dogs, and his son. He goes, why? Like, what's up? Every, when I was playing that Sundance song, 
every seismic thing in the ground that they have that measures that started freaking them out. The only thing they can compare it to was a, a giant herd of stampeding buffalo was coming across that fucking border wall. Wow. That's, That's it. it was so much. They put choppers in the air. It raised all red flags. Like, what the fuck is going on here? Wow. They, they talked about, and Frosty's going to put it all in. I'm trying to get him. I'm waiting to hear back. He's on a different time zone. He might even message me back when we were in this podcast. But having him on Justin in the next couple of days to really put it in scientific and layman's terms to where it's just not like, oh, he's got a theory, right? Like he's, he's breaking it all down, pulling up all the specs and how it works and how it ties into tight 5G and how it ties into the dust curtain and all this stuff. And this dude is sharp. He's like sick, sick with it. So <clears throat> it's coming out, guys. It's coming. But there's just so much to put together. We're, we're taking all these crumbs and trying to put a little bow on it. But there's enough little nuggets out right now and things you can do your own research and see. Trump even talks about it collapsing the underground tunnels. Right. Could you imagine playing the right frequency on that and rumbling that whole ground underneath? Like the walls of Jericho. Tunnels. They're not running kids through the tunnels, guys. That's where they're running the big shipments. You know, what I mean, a lot of times they'll put stuff up top, a couple little kilos or little things. That these coyotes running over to keep us all distracted. And they're running like pounds and pounds and fuck kilos through these tunnels and different things. They're playing a numbers game. They're pulling. They're, they're sending yeah. as many through as they threw. They know they, that some are going to get caught, but most is going to get through. They're playing. Yeah. So that's why the idea of border wall of Palooza came. Could well, you imagine sure. playing raw, beautiful frequencies on a big sound stage? I'm talking about people in this movement and. You know, getting everything off of 440. We've got sound healers. We've got flute players. We've got, you know, we're reaching out. As soon as the flyer's done, I'm going to start reaching out to Struggle Jennings and other people. And um, the thing is, we're not, if you're not being called by God to be there, this is about the kids. We're not paying motherfuckers to come out here, right? Like, so none of that's going to be in the mix. That's going to, you know, things will get caught up. Donate what you want. It's all going to go towards an emergency shelter. Bring whatever camp and stuff you have. There will be other resources there, and, and we'll make it work. Just like no different than the Trump rallies you used to guys used to go to. Remember when we go there and we stand there for two days waiting in line sometimes, and somebody's got a tent and somebody needs to lay down and take a nap, and they don't even know that person. It's like, here, come lay down. Here, are you hungry? Eat some of my food. Right? That's what it's going to be there. And all that love, we're, we're going to use that. We're going to use them frequencies and them energies to heal that up. That night we went to bed when we discovered this with Navy vet on that Hertz. And when it changes Schumann resonance, <laughs> two nights prior to that, this cartel ranch right behind that fucking camper right there. And these little hooch houses, they're trying to intimidate us driving by on the dirt road on their side of the fence and playing all their loud uh, music and shit. So that night I went to bed, I put that speaker on the wall and went to bed and left it on a 432 Hertz for him and just healed that whole little section there, man. All night long. Just blasted them. <laughs> Just blasted them. Trying, they're fig trying to figure us out. Who the fuck are these dudes? You know what I mean? Like, what the fuck is going on here? Oh, yeah. It, Just fucking with them. Like, <laughs> I wow. love it. I so love that's it. Border Wallapalooza. People I from all it. over the world go to that jungle in Mexico. If we can get people to come out to this wall and check it out, especially with all this sauce and these different things, it's going to bring awareness there. I like Walchella myself, personally. Mm, I don't I'm team, know. I'm Team Walchella. 
the Flyers <laughs> are the wall challenge. Same thing. I'm, 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 I'm excited. It's going to be fun. Well, if you would have been down there during the scientific discovery, Justin you didn't tell me. He, Justin didn't even tell me. Bit. But Justin again, he asked Justin, he said, I was worried that you wouldn't be able to go because you were worried about your dog. And he didn't even tell me because I would have went. It's funny. You could have brought your dog. Well, no. He well, didn't guys, even, here's the beautiful thing. Didn't even, I, all of a sudden, Anthony actually texted me. He goes, Joe, did you see Justin down at the border? I'm like, wait, <laughs> what? Justin's down at the border? And I go and look at Justin's Instagram, and he's sitting there with a full setup RV. There's you. There's Dylan. No shirt. Dylan, Dylan, Dylan. Little Pepe. <laughs> yeah, no, sh no shirt. Just full hairy chest out here. So, guys, this weekend I'm working here in Phoenix. But if you guys want to check it out, I'm, I'm going to be down here for the next two weekends. And I go down there Friday when I get off, and I just sleep in my truck and hang out and you know, things have gotten different. Border Patrol since New York Times has um, really stepped that up and put that hit piece and everything. They've had to. Um, I can't believe the New York Times. They're not happy. It, it was it was made very aware that here we are citizens doing their job. So when I went down there this weekend, we have our own personal security detail. Our trucks don't move without Border Patrol following us. We no longer have time to get the sponsor's number. We no longer have time to cook with them. Right. We have time to. Uh, pray, not even pray with them, maybe give them a Bible and some water. So if we have, if you want to show a couple of them what Border Patrol is doing now, I gave you them short clips, James. Mm -hmm. You want to play them? Just to I'm show them? Them in, the, in the description with your YouTube channel. I need you to text uh, with uh, and any other links that you want me to add in there. I'm going to add those in the description. Okay. Uh, everybody to watch so they can watch more videos and i know justin's got some more videos coming out he's like i got 48 hours to go through he's making it open source for people to edit uh, i think that's what he said so reach out to justin yeah. if you want to get involved in editing some of the footage i know you guys have a ton a ton of footage Beautiful a ton, a ton of footage justin, and that's the right. if you guys want to edit it you have access right mm -hmm. you can use it to do whatever you want with it you know what i'm saying as long as it's in a good way you know but Help out. Like, this is the power of the collective. We can't keep doing what we're doing and it be as valuable and as effective without the help of everybody. Absolutely, dude. Uh, well, I'll let you get to work. Tell everybody where you they could find you, uh, any websites that you want to shout out, uh, and, and your number if you want to shout that out again, you crazy son of a bitch. The phone number. Oh, it's been so valuable. I've met some of the most beautiful people in this movement. Um, 702-281-4227. Um, send me a text. I'll reach out to you. We'll call. That's a lot easier. You know, um, you can go to the website, which is stay in the light, stay in the fight.com. And there's a little tab on there. It's called join the fight. And what that does is it we're creating gab group for every state where you'll be interactively communicating with people in your community that think like you do. So you guys can start planning different events, right? Those emails come to me, answer the email, put your skill set set in there. Everybody's like, a lot of people are like, Hey, I want to help. What can I do? There's so much to fucking do. There's so much to do. And it would be a lot easier if you say, Hey, this is what I can do. I'm good at organizing. I'm good at planning. I'm good at researching. I, I have extra finances available. I've got trade, whatever that is, wherever you're going to be of value, put that in there. And if you don't know, you know, 
pray, get quiet. God's got something for all of us to do, guys. And when we ask him and we're allowing him to lead us there, it, it becomes very clear. Right? So mm-hmm. stay in life, stay in the fight.com. If you guys want to financially support, I've got shirts. Uh, you can't order them on the website. Once again, you got to text me. So you're, you're always back stuck to texting me. Right? I get your number. Back to the phone number. Back That's to the phone crazy. number. Text me. I got them in my truck. Uh, if I get enough, I'll go down to the post office whenever. I'll mail them out to you guys. And then I'll. you got to send me your address and your sizes. I got several shirts, some Let's Go Brandons, these Constitution shirts at Jeremy. 17 <laughs> shirts are dope. The jersey. Billboards, the We Are Q, which is the one that Trump tweeted out that I was wearing when I carried the World War II vet, mm-hmm. right? He tweeted that out, starting with the 17 when he gave me the presidential challenge coin. Clipped the video to 17 seconds and tweeted it at 717. Talking about, I am on my way. See you soon. An old dope fiend fucking convict like me. So don't tell me, like, you guys aren't just as capable. Like, when, when we all walk from that and, and we find out what our part is, the ripples that we can create, we're, dude, there is no magic wand. We are cute. We're going to change the world and we're going to clean it up and leave something beautiful for these babies. 100%. 1,000%. 1,000%. The flyer will be out soon. If you guys can start hash, uh, in your post, hashtag border wall of Palooza. Right. Uh, and then when this flyer gets out, start pushing it, man. Start getting it out there. A thousand as soon as as soon as you, Justin gets this website going, I've been I gotta get him on this. We'll definitely be blasting it out and sharing it everywhere. Um very excited for you guys and, and Jason, man. We really appreciate all the work that you do. Like I said at the top of the show, you don't you don't just uh talk about it, you be about it and you take action hundred percent. And I have so much respect for you. I love you as a friend, blessed to call you a friend, and uh, I look forward to seeing you again soon. Enjoy uh enjoy work, man. Thanks for coming on the show. Yeah. Love you too, and thanks, guys. Thanks for having me on. And yeah, keep it up. You know, I'm proud of you guys too. And fuck, we'll we'll create the template, man. We'll get through it as long as we keep being willing to show up, right? Thanks for doing what you do, Jason. Man, it's very impressive. That there was some incredible uh, stories and incredible discoveries. I'm fucking God, speechless. God, yeah, God bless you. God bless. Yes, God bless you guys too. Thank you. Thank Love you, it, brother. Stay in the light. Stay in the fight. And if your ass Absolutely. ain't in the fight, get in the fucking fight, guys. <laughs> Amen, brother. God bless you. My man. Wow. Dude. Yeah, that was crazy. Jason's uh very very intense, but I love I love that dude, man. He's so is that what he does for a living now? Yeah, he he, that's his calling. God has called him to uh to help with these children in these videos. He's got tons and tons. Like he was literally sending me videos all afternoon. I was like, yo, dude. Like I want to show these, but like this is like an hour worth of videos. Like we're a discussion show, oh, uh, so I'm glad we got to look at some of them because it's it's wild to see these kids' faces go from right across when they cross the border to like after they sit down and have a bite to eat and like get shown a little bit of love and care. Um, it's it's amazing to see. And what are you saying? Beginning of the show, what did I, what did I miss? Uh, he was just how did he, he get started down there? Uh, he God called him to go down there, and he went. Uh, that's that's what he said. To the border. Yeah, just went down to the border. But this is what he does. He's been doing you know outreach work uh, with with sex trafficking. He went to the comic ping pong pizza, uh, made friends with the manager over there, infiltrated there, uh, and 
he's he's just a a wild dude, and he doesn't he's he, he kind of reminds me a little bit about you when he gets his mindset on something, he's just gonna go and do it and uh, take action on it, and that's what I love about Jason. He 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 actually makes shit happen. Uh, Where did you do a comet pizza? He went and, and investigated and infiltrated. He did a whole story. We did a whole episode. He came on and told that whole story. It's on his YouTube channel as well. Uh, so go check that out. Uh, but he became friends with the manager and uh, was at, getting all this crazy information from the manager. It was it was fun. But uh, Jason's a really good dude. God bless him. And, and uh, Order Palooza, or as I like to call it, Walchella. What's the fuck with Walchella? It's it's gay, is what it is. Sounds fucking gay. Trying to be like I like I like Walpalooza. Me too. Order Palooza. Yeah. What is Walpalooza? The, kid, the kids kids today they want to be Coachella and they you know. They, oh, that's where you think you're cool. trying to name it yeah, after. Walpalooza yeah. or Border Palooza. I mean, it is in the desert. That's what I'm saying. So. And everybody's talking about Coachella. We call it Walpalooza. Burning Wall. No, Burning. Fuck Burning Man. Uh, <laughs> Walchella all day. Put in the comments what you like better: Walchella or Border Palooza. Border Palooza. Um, Electric uh, Wall Carnival. Electric Wall. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. But throw that on the list: Electric Wall Carnival. Um, no, it's uh, they're gonna do a little little party down at the border, a little shindig. I'm call it Border. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna try to go down with Justin. Yeah. That's it, that's incredible what they discovered, like with that tuning fork. No, it's wild, dude. That blows it's, my mind. Yeah, it's really, really interesting, and uh, it makes sense. And how they set, they set off all of those sensors that's incredible. So, that's like shows you some scientific validation of you it know, makes what they sense, discovered. dude. Yeah, it makes complete sense. We know that this stuff exists, we know it's real. John G. Trump is the guy who, who went over Tesla's documents. Like, this is not a coincidence. You think that, that, like, we know that the pyramids were created and they had an energy, they, they had an electrical force. They had oh, an energy for sure. force. Yeah. The wall can have a same type of thing. That is above my pay grade. A thousand percent above my pay grade. But I truly believe, I've been saying, see, Wall of Palooza, thank you, always in Texas, Wall of Palooza all day. Oh no! Was, yeah. I was wrong. Yeah. Uh oh, retard alert! Retard alert, class! Fucking retard over here. You. That's it, James. Packing in. It's Wall Palooza. It's Wall Palooza. People fucking, have spoken. Yeah, it's Border Palooza. It's not even Wall Palooza. It's Border Palooza and Wall yeah. Chella. That's what threw me off. It's Wall Chella, not Border, not Wall Palooza. Um, I like Wall Palooza though. But, <laughs> um. I've been saying since Jump Street that if they're going to allow this to happen to our country, our economy, the world, there has to be a plan for after the plan. And free energy would be a, a major change for humanity. Uh, but and- I mean, the, con- the the very concrete things that Jason was talking about, what really bothered me the most is that it really does seem like these cartels are working in concert with the U.S. government in facilitating the human trafficking. Whether it's directly them cooperating or it's indirectly, which it hopefully is, no, uh, as Jason says. Yeah, I know. They're shipping um, them across the fucking country. It, it's incredible. It's fucking wild. It is taxpayer-funded human trafficking out in the open. 
Why don't we have 44 billion? It's not a conspiracy. It is not a conspiracy. No, no big deal. We have 44 billion to send to Ukraine. No big deal. The United States isn't uh isn't uh broke. What, what are we sending them? Dollars? Like they don't fucking they're not worth anything. Yeah, they just they just create more and then that'll um that'll help inflation. We're not sending them moment. fucking gold. No, but it's it's our money that they're sending us, sending them. They're taking it from us and sending taking my money. No, they're not taking it. They're just create they're just creating it. <laughs> and it's just exacerbating it's just the fake. problems. No, yeah, it, it is. It's, it's fake. It's totally fake. It just brings more 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 light on the fact that the American dollar is worth shit. Well, uh, yeah, Robert Suisaki says it best. He goes, if they could just print it on demand, why save it? He's like, why are you going to save it? Yeah. Like, what? Why are you going to save it? It's it's crazy. So, uh, Wallapalooza, Borderpalooza, Walchella, it's going to happen 4th of July. I'll probably be down there. Stay in the light. Stay in the fight. Go and support Jason if you yeah, can't make and, it to the border. Yeah, go and support Jason for sure. Uh, you, you bitches won't, won't come. Um, but uh, yeah, there's a uh, lot. No, on. I'm not driving to the border from. She <laughs> <laughs> come with me. But I but I will gladly send Jason money so um, he can continue to do what he's doing. So we don't got a lot of time. I want to talk about a couple of things before we head out because uh, the Durham the Durham uh, trial has started with the Sussman trial. He does not exist. Oh, he doesn't. But we actually finally saw photos of the man. He's gorgeous. The guy has shown his face, and man, the silver fox. Man, am I excited! He just looks like he's ready to rip somebody's face off. Like mm-hmm. when he's walking, he's just like a depiction of pain. Uh, unbelievable! And shout out to Wonder Woman and her man Bullseye. They're down at the court case, and guess what, ladies and gentlemen, they're gonna they're gonna come. At least Wonder Woman's gonna come on the show next week and give yeah. us an eyewitness testimony of the of the trial of the Sussman case. Uh, while she's there, she's there for the jury jury uh, selection and the actual case. Yeah, she, and she's live truthing pretty much. Yeah, jury selection process and when and whenever she can. I think because it's a federal case, you're not allowed, you know, recording devices, and you know, you're only no. allowed to see Johnny Depp uh, trials. Yeah, Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. That's that's what we can watch. That's that's what's important. That's that's that, that is the real news, James. There's yeah. there's shootings. It's it, it's like clockwork, dude. It's literally like clockwork. We said it literally when they announced Roe v. Wade. When we literally, when they announced Roe v. Wade, we literally said on air, they're like, yeah, next there's going to be shootings. You can literally go back to yeah. with that episode. There's going to be a lot. I, I unfortunately think there's going to be so many more as each next phase is, is revealed. And of course, it's going to be horrible for the globalists. Like, false flag, false flag, false flag. Mm-hmm. Look here, look here, look here. And it's going to be tra- It's well, they they need they need to rally their base. They need to get votes. The midterms are right around the corner. They need distractions from Durham. They need distractions mm-hmm. from two thousand mules. They need they they can't clog up the news station. No one's buying the China virus. Like they're all getting COVID all of a sudden. Everybody who's triple vaxxed and boosted and their breakthrough cases, cases they're all how, getting. How long has the Johnny Depp trial been going on now? And then there's full wall to wall. How long? How long was Jalen Maxwell's trial? A couple weeks. No kid coverage, none. But uh, it's it, it, none of it makes sense, Nick. None, don't even try to rationalize it in, with any logic. Don't even bother because none of it makes any fucking sense. But here's the thing: everybody's sitting here like, "Oh, nothing's happening. Durham's taking forever." Blah blah blah. And I, third, I really disagree. I think this is gonna really walk up the chain. And Cash Patel, uh, my man, he's been on our good friend Stakes for Breakfast podcast. Shout out, mm-hmm. shout out to, to Stakes. Roan, Noah, and Antoinette. 
that he's a regular on their show. Go listen to that episode with Cash Patel. It's really unbelievable. Uh, it's wild that he just wants to slam PBRs and he's a big hockey fan too. Cash is a true American. Uh, <laughs> God, that's fucking awesome. Uh, but he was at uh, the Reawakening a tour and he was talking about John Durham. And I want to bring this up for a second and play it. Oh, indicted and or convicted. The FBI, Clinton World, and Christopher Steele. That is Russiagate in one perfect triangle. And John Durham is prosecuting all of them. So what I tell people is, give the man some time. When I was running terrorism prosecutions as a national security prosecutor, I'd spent three, four, five years before we hit the X on an objective. And this guy's on year two and change with a very small team. But what he's exposed in his latest pleading, and I don't know if you guys have caught this, and I'll get off John Durham after this, is that he basically told the world, hey, Peter Strzok and Andy McCabe, through their own notes, their own handwriting, which were revealed by the defense of all things in the case last week, basically wrote the Russiagate hoax is a hoax. They knew it for one year. When they started the investigation, they knew it. The FBI, it was proven to them that the Steele dossier was a joke, and it was based on total made-up intelligence. And they knew that after they went to the court and lied once, twice, three times, four times, that they were signing off on lies because they hated their political opponent. They hated their target. These guys who were supposed to be apolitical people, Andy McCabe, Peter Strzok, the deputy director of the FBI, and his head of CI, went out and lied to the federal court, the American people, and worst of all, they broke their oaths of office. You know, what ticks me off is they're like, oh, Mike Flynn broke his oath of office. Talk about one man that never broke his oath of office is Mike Flynn. Everybody else in Russiagate broke their oath of office. They broke their duty to you guys. And accountability comes in the form of, yeah, indictments. It's the best way. Sending someone to prison um, is awesome, especially if they're a criminal. So... That's exactly where I think these guys are going. And I think you guys just need to give John Durham a little more time and we'll keep laying it out on Cash's Corner. Sending people to prison is a lot of fun, especially when they're criminals. And it's just going to take a little time. The wheels of justice turn very slowly. And just because it's not happening on your timeline as fast as you want it to happen doesn't mean it's not happening. John Durham has said that in court, that there is there's investigations to other conspiracy charges and other suspects that I can't disclose yet because it's in a grand jury investigation. Like we found out that 100% fact, all that just dis- dis- declassified information from Obamagate that Donald Trump declassified in his way out of office. Everybody's like, oh, where'd it go? What happened to it? Where? Why did nobody see it? Oh, because it went directly to John Durham and his grand jury investigation. And in any real grand jury investigation, not these charades that the deep state has been putting on for decades to shape narratives, a real grand jury investigation, there should be no leaks. Nobody should know any freaking information. Nobody should know a damn thing. Ask Skiff. He'll tell you. Any real grand jury investigation, nobody's going to know a damn thing until indictments are handed out. And that's what's happening. He literally laid it out right there. We have already have we're already prosecuting Steele, Sussman, all the people that you think that it matters that the judge of the case is married to uh, Lisa Page's uh, lawyer. I think it does. Yes. And that Merrick Garland presided over the wedding. Yeah, just a 
It's fucking crazy, dude. It's fucking crazy. So this is but why Trump, Trump truthed that right out. But Durham yeah. knows all this shit. And it, these things are being tried in D.C. So obviously that's got to come with the territory. So I think that he's going to have this covered. It's part it's part of the it's part of the game. He has to have known. He knew he who he was trying the case in front of. Mm-hmm. They've been preparing this for a long time. They're not like, again, I saw a point the other, earlier. This I think this is the, the, the greatest point that I've heard about this Sussman case. The fact that this guy made it to trial alive is a miracle in itself. Yeah, that's an interesting point. Anytime somebody has any dirt on the Clinton family or the Clinton Foundation, they mysteriously die. They just die in plane crashes. They die in suicides. uh, They in white water rafting mistakes. Uh, they get double. They get shot in the back of the head twice and called a suicide. Like all these wild, wild stories. Well, he hasn't testified yet. So I don't know Penny, if that makes sense. Camera malfunctions. So the fact that he we're here is is amazing. It's ba- it is. It's, it's pretty much a miracle because it's never happened before. Um, and the fact that Durham's still alive, walking around, we actually saw the man. Like it, it's that's literally like finding a Charizard Pokemon card in a pack at first edition because that's oh, yeah. how rare it is. You don't see this guy. How many times have we seen John Durham since 2008 or 2016, 17? I don't think ever. I mean, I saw him last weekend. Just hanging out? Yeah, yeah. With that big He came by Jimmy's house. Came in for a haircut. Came in for a beard cut for a nice little cleanup on that. Yeah, a little trim. Nice little trim. Um, And and I really think that we just have to be a a little patient. Well, this this lines up really well with when does a bird sing uh, not only Sussman you know it's spring and now Sussman's going to trial and he's the lowest level other than uh what what was his name that that got uh, well there's there's he went first a couple Dev there was Devchenko but no and Kevin before that yeah yeah that guy but he's starting at the bottom right and so this will hopefully lead all the way up the chain we don't know what's going to happen or or where it's going to go you don't take down the king first. You take down the pawns first, and then you work your way up to the queen and the king. But not only the birds singing with Sussman, but Twitter, being that it is a bird, and it is revealing a lot of its secrets or trying wild. trying not to. Um, Elon Musk I mean, thinks it's opposite of what they're saying. So they're, he thinks it's 95% bots. <laughs> He literally, he's like 5%. I bet it's the opposite. They can't get out of this. There is no, no good ending in this situation. Well, ex- for not, not only not. is it going to expose Twitter, but it's going to expose all these fucking idiots. Like, there's no way that Joe Biden has, like, what is it, 28 million, 30 million followers, even though he's got 81 million votes. Shouldn't he? Yeah. Shouldn't he have closer to 80? Yeah. Yeah. Shouldn't he have a little closer, closer to 80? I mean, at least half. And Donald Trump had over 80 million followers. Um, but, He's not on Twitter anymore, uh, but it exposes the fact that these people have all their followers are bots and they're not even real. Like it's all Dude, fake. think about these advertisers. Think about how much money they're giving Twitter under the premise that their ads are being seen by actual humans. Ninety five percent. Could you imagine that? Or even if 30 percent of the views are of bots. Like, you know how much money they would owe? They're done. They're completely done. Top and, then, and then Trump comes in with uh, his holding company and buys it up for pennies on the dollar. Like we were talking about months and months ago. Months ago. We literally said this literally months ago. Yeah. 
and he doesn't have an acquisition company for no reason. And if there's if there's over fifty percent bots on Twitter, which I wouldn't be surprised, that effectively kills Twitter and it's dead. Their investors are going to start suing. Their shareholders are going to start and suing because they now not o- not only this, but the newest Project Veritas video. Nick, did you see this? Hmm. The Ready? senior end. Capitalists, if we weren't really operating in a capitalist mode, we were very socialist. Like, we're all like communist. Ideologically, uh, it does not make sense, like, because we're actually censoring the right, not the left. So, if everyone on the right wing will be like, bro, it's okay to say, just gotta tolerate it. Uh, the left will be like, no, I'm not gonna tolerate it. I need a censor, or else I'm not gonna be in the country. So, it does go right. It's true. There is a bias. I don't know if the two parties can truly coexist on one platform. What do your colleagues say about like? They hate it. Oh my god, I'm at least like okay with it, but some of my colleagues are like super left, 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 left. What uh, are they saying? They're, they're like, this will be my last day if it happens. So. Has much changed since like Elon's coming yeah. A lot of change. A lot has changed. We're all like worried for our jobs. Why are you guys so worried though? You know, jobs are stake. He's like, I think it's just like the environment. Like you, you're there, and you become like this. We did all we could to like revolt against it. A lot of employees revolted against it, but at the end of the day, board of directors have a say, and then they acted on their best interest because they didn't want to get sued. I basically went and worked like four hours a week last quarter. That's just how it works for our company. Yeah, how would you describe communism inside Twitter? Essentially, like, everyone gets to do whatever they want. No one really cares about, like, optics. that is bananas dude like Did we've this been guy saying lay everything out Yo, like these, these, these Tinder dates, man, these Tinder dates are just getting men left and right, dude. Wow. <laughs> wow, pussy is powerful. I don't think – have we caught – has Project Veritas caught a woman yet on tape yet? Has that, has that happened? I don't know. Twitter, Twitter sent out um, – Yeah, the Twitter call, sent they out called a the woman in the hospital, didn't they? They caught uh, – they had a catch. And the woman behind in the office for Murphy. Not on a date. Oh, yeah, yeah, but yeah. that wasn't on a date. A lot of, a lot of yeah, them are no, on No, you're right. That's what you're definitely right. That's that's wild. But we've been saying forever that there is a bias that there's. I have we have four. Oh, wait, wait, wait. But but that that woman, the head of the new disinformation governance board, Nina, Nina Jankowicz, right? she she comes out. And what did she say? Oh, there there is censorship uh, in social media. But you'll find that the left voices are the ones that are censored more often when she knows that that's completely not true. So now she's spreading disinformation. We have that verified from this undercover video. So now where do you go from here? Well, she's an agent of disinfo. She literally wants people with blue check marks to be able to change 
narratives and fact check people live and go yeah. into the comment and like, change like Wikipedia. Like this is fucking psycho. Are you crazy? What you, people can't decipher information for themselves. They can't make it's it, done. Know. Twitter. I think Twitter's done. No, I. Well, I'm I very interested to see what's going to happen. I'm really enjoying Truth. We're on Truth Social. Follow us on Truth. We dash the dash people dash radio underscore. I should say underscores. Um, we're over on Truth. I really like it over there. Uh, all of our old friends. I see a lot of accounts. Oh, and now there. today, right? Uh, the web app. Yeah, the web app's on there. So if you have an Android and you can't get on True Social, uh, what's today's date? The seventeenth. Oh, just just a coincidence. Just a coincidence. And it's just also a coincidence that uh, uh, if you go back to the deltas on this day, uh, Q has said seventeen. Uh, where we go one, where we where we go one, we go all seventeen times. Just a coincidence. Hmm. Just a coincidence. Because we're all in this together. Now everybody gets to come on True Social. So all those Android users who are now on True Social, welcome. We're excited to have you. Make sure. Uh, but right now it's just people in the U.S., I believe, right? I believe so. But I didn't think yeah. about it. Tony already has like 3 million followers. Like mm-hmm. people want to hear what he has to say. Uh, it's the number one app for a reason um, on the App Store. I'm surprised they're even allowing it to be on there. I really am. But True Social, I think I'm very interested to see how this acquisition company plays a role. Yeah, because because it's very possible that Elon pulls out after exposing them, and then Trump comes in with his acquisition company, buys up Twitter, makes it a part of Truth, and now mm-hmm. Truth Truth is the new Twitter. Um, because you have to have control. You have to have control of the messaging for this whole thing as this story pl- continues to play out. Well, it just so happens that the web app also the web app also opens up as the Durham case is just starting to unfold, and we're just mm-hmm. starting to get information on the Durham case. Like, yeah, it's unfortunate that it's not like Trump retruthed like a MAGA King picture with a Q in the background or something. Oh no, he didn't. Did I? Did, did he? Did he not? Did he do that? No way. Um, yeah, he 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 retruthed. Uh, who was it that he retruthed? Let me see. I have it in my phone. Uh, Chad H. Vivas. Of course, Donald his name is Chad. Yeah, Donald <laughs> Trump. He's got dreads and stuff. And it's it's Donald Trump with a, a a crown on in the Game of Thrones chair, and it says the Great Maga King. And in the back, there's a big lightning cue that you can't miss. Like you can't fucking miss it. Um, <laughs> just like the storm. Welcome to the storm. Uh, I think the storm is upon us. And what happens if Truth becomes Twitter? And that's where They're we both get our- They're both they both have the T. I'm very interested to see. I and mean, they're they're really pushing the envelope. The last thing I want to touch up on is what they're they're trying to get our government to sign. Nick, I don't know if you saw this. This is wild. Uh they're trying to get uh they've already gotten, I believe, 40 na- 40 plus nations to sign on to this, but the World Health Organization would immediately assume any power if a world pandemic ever broke out again. So they'd be able to control uh the treatment and everything that goes on um, um that's going to be a no from us so well joe biden's already saying he's going to sign it <laughs> oh yeah guess what i have documents that say it doesn't fucking matter yeah and i have and i have a pew pew that says it doesn't matter either uh but here is a conversation in the un i always forget this lady's name but listen to what she has to say uh you might not be aware but the abolition of democracy 
by the global elites continues. On March 3rd, the EU Commission was authorized by the Council to renegotiate the treaty with the World Health Organization on behalf of the member states. Under the guise of improving global pandemic response, the plan is to allow the WHO to seize executive governance powers of the member states in a case of a pandemic. Granting governance powers to non-elected body is the exact opposite of democratic recourse and takes away any possibility for the people to hold officials accountable. This amounts to no less than disenfranchising the people. We, as elected representatives by the people, for the people, must not allow this to happen. I am imploring you, do what you were elected to do. Look into this and protect the rights of the people. The people you were elected by to act in their best interest. And to all the people in Europe, I would like to say, start acting now. Write to your MEPs. Let them know you will not tolerate to be stripped of your rights to democratic recourse. Let them know that any MEP supporting this or voting for this will not ever get your vote again. They literally want to give the World Health Organization power if another pandemic comes along. And you have slick Billy Gates out there talking about how all oh, other pandemics are coming along. Mm -hmm. And uh, they're, they're setting the fuck this elected him. Like, all of a sudden, we take advice from him, medical advice. He's not a doctor. Well, it's so funny. Gerard Trump Trump was talking about hydroxychloroquine or ivermectin or whatever. Oh, he's not a doctor. You can't listen to him. He's trying to fucking kill people. Well, it's it, Joe Rogan did a, 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 a tour into Bill Gates. He goes, he goes, why are we taking health advice from this guy? Like, this yeah. guy is not a pillar of health. Like, he's got man boobs and a fat gut. You are yeah. not healthy dude like why are you giving anybody health advice he's got he's got fat breasts and a fat gut and there's like it's it's crazy he wants us to be vegetarian and vegan and eat this fucking fake meat like fuck you dude fuck you and why broke. Uh, why but why do they want to give the world health organization all this power why they're trying to supersede the constitution this is what they were going to do with the with the with the guns and in, in when Obama was in office and it got shot down in the Senate, uh, and now they're trying to do the same thing with our health and our body. And at the same time, they're screaming, "My body, my choice" for Roe v. Wade. It's it's the craziest. No treaty can override the Constitution, None. plain and simple. Period. None. End of story. It doesn't matter. They could sign whatever documents they want. No, 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 no. Yeah, you can also guess what the people invalidate it. Yeah, you can suck my I'm I'm not doing none of that. Um it's it's crazy. Well Walgreens put out a study. Did you see the Walgreens study for the tests? They put out a Oh, a that study people for, who have no shots have the lowest infection rates? Yep, and the people that have are triple boosted have the highest infection rates. Just yeah, after like after like four months. And then what about the people with the four shots? And then I, I heard this um this interview and I, I can't remember where it was. But they were talking about they say like, oh, you're anti you got to get your antibodies back up. But that's not the total picture when it comes to your immune system. And sometimes some you know how like if you're doing testosterone, your system will just shut down and say, oh, I'm no longer needed. Your nuts just go on vacation. Uh, <laughs> it's almost like the same thing then with your immune system. If you continue to have all of these antibodies that are coming in from the outside, your immune system's like, oh, all right. Well, I guess I'm not needed. I'm uh, I'm going to retire. 
yeah it's like the it's like the me seeks in 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 uh rick and morty yeah existence is painful yeah <laughs> what's this article from walgreens you're talking about they put out a study of the tests that they put out like a poll like a post uh, a graph oh, what on their instagram or i i forget where it was i gotta f- pull it up um but it has it has the people who got tested and the people who tested the most positive was the people that got jabbed. Do you think people will start to learn that the only way to not test positive is to not get tested? <laughs> I know it's crazy. I need to get I need to go get a test to see if I'm sick. I don't know if I'm sick. I'm not sure. I feel yeah. great. I feel fucking awesome. I but, think I should uh, take a test to see if I need to take a test. I think I should just take a test and see. see is there a pre-test? How can I, I study for this? Can I, can I take a pretest of the test to make sure that the test is testing me? Um, it's 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 absolutely insane. Um, we have a ton more to talk about, but we've already been going for two and a, almost two and a half hours. Uh, we got Wonder Woman coming on next week. Uh, I'm really excited to hear more about the Durham case. It's just going to be a lot unfold. Uh, follow her. Follow us. We're going to be retreating, sharing a lot of the information. Uh, and... Uh, Look out for that episode next week. Really appreciate it, Jason. Go to stay in the light, stay in the fight.com. Uh, help support him. Come down to Walchella, Border Palooza, uh, and come and hang out. I might be down there. Uh, shout out to Sirius CBD, Sirius CBD.com. Uh, the number one CBD in the planet. I absolutely love this stuff. I don't know if you saw, I was just rolling Kush creams on me all day. Uh, during the episode, my knees are killing me. Uh, go to Kush. Put creams. on your Pichelin. Yeah, my Pisha deal, uh, kushcreams.com, code WPRUSA for 15% off. Uh, WPRUSA for, or WPR for 20% off of Sirius CBD. Um, also, shout out to BioPro, uh, number one all natural human growth hormone replacement. This stuff is amazing. Uh, <laughs> we're not even a sponsor of the show anymore. I just fucking love this stuff. It's absolutely amazing. Um, go to bioproteintech.com, code w, uh, We the People for $30 off. Uh, and uh, oh, forgot almost forgot. I almost forgot. I did last week. Very important, boys. We're part of the pillow gang. Oh, I nice. Pillows, we're part of the pillow gang. So go to uh, mypillow.com, uh, put in code WPR USA at checkout for up to 66% off your order, depending on the item. Uh, and get all of your pillow needs, they're fucking amazing. I bought some slippers. The slippers are literally the greatest things ever. It's literally like walking on pillows. I highly recommend you guys pick you up. You put Kush creams on your feet and then put the slippers on? Wow. That's actually a brilliant idea. Some natural sense. And then put and then put the BioPro under your tongue. Yep, and then follow it up. That's how I start my morning every day. Fire in the my pillow nice BioPro. Yep. It's like I got my BioPro right here. I While got you cook a burger on your right grill. Next to it. My serious CBD right next to it. And then I rub this fucking Kush creams all over my knees and my neck. Uh, I'm ready to rock, dude. With I'm some beard oil. After I, get up, after I get up off my my pillow and I put on my my pillow slippers, uh, it's it's really fantastic. They're actually legit. I'm fucking not even joking. I love them. Uh, I highly recommend you pick up a pair. They're moccasins. They're fucking so comfortable. I have a pair. Uh, you have a pair and a robe. They're comfortable as fuck, right? And a pillow. Yeah, I have a pillow. I have Giza sheets. And the book. I have. <clears throat> This book and the sheets. <laughs> um, so should go to mypillow.com, 
code WPRUSA for up to 66% off. I really appreciate everybody. Hope everybody had a good time. Uh, we'll be back next week with some more content. Uh, Freedom Fridays, me and Alan will be on this Friday, uh, 9 p.m. Eastern. We'll be live on Facebook. No one watches for you. They just watch for Alan. Yeah, I'm sure they do, yeah. <laughs> they love Alan. I don't want to see this every face. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. You're a stupid cunt. Suck my dick. Uh, 9 p.m. Probably on Facebook and probably on Rumble, Foxhole. Hopefully this week we'll be on there as well. Um, but until next time, guys, we're going to go one. Go all. I got to play the video. Our movement is about replacing a failed and corrupt political establishment with a new government controlled by you, the American people. The Washington establishment and the financial and media corporations that fund it exist for only one reason, to protect and enrich itself. The establishment has trillions of dollars at stake in this election. For those who control the levers of power in Washington and for the global special interest, they partner with these people that don't have your good in mind. Our campaign represents a true existential threat like they haven't seen before. This is not simply another four-year election. This is a crossroads in the history of our civilization that will determine whether or not we, the people, reclaim control over our government. The political establishment that is trying to stop us is the same group responsible for our disastrous trade deals, massive illegal immigration, and economic and foreign policies that have bled our country dry. The political establishment has brought about the destruction of our factories and our jobs as they flee to Mexico, China, and other countries all around the world. It's a global power structure that is responsible for the economic decisions that have robbed our working class, stripped our country of its wealth, and put that money into the pockets of a handful of large corporations and political entities. This is a struggle for the survival of our nation, and this will be our last chance to save it. This election will determine whether we're a free nation or whether we have only the illusion of democracy, but are in fact controlled by a small handful of global special interests rigging the system, and our system is rigged. This is reality. You know it, they know it, I know it, and pretty much the whole world knows it. The Clinton machine is at the center of this power structure. We've seen this firsthand in the WikiLeaks documents in which Hillary Clinton meets in secret with international banks to plot the destruction of U.S. sovereignty in order to enrich these global financial powers, her special interest friends, and her donors. Honestly, she should be locked up. The most powerful weapon deployed by the Clintons is the corporate media the press. Let's be clear on one thing. The corporate media in our country is no longer involved in journalism. 
They're a political special interest, no different than any lobbyist or other financial entity with a total political agenda. And the agenda is not for you, it's for themselves. Anyone who challenges their control is deemed a sexist, a racist, a xenophobe. They will lie, lie, lie. And then again, they will do worse than that. They will do whatever is necessary. The Clintons are criminals, remember that. This is well documented. And the establishment that protects them has engaged in a massive cover-up of widespread criminal activity at the State Department and the Clinton Foundation in order to keep the Clintons in power. They knew they would throw every lie they could at me and my family and my loved ones. They knew they would stop at nothing to try to stop me. Nevertheless, I take all of these slings and arrows gladly for you. I take them for our movement so that we can have our country back. I knew this day would arrive. It's only a question of when. And I knew the American people would rise above it and vote for the future they deserve. The only thing that can stop this corrupt machine is you. The only force strong enough to save our country is us. The only people brave enough to vote out this corrupt establishment is you, the American people. Our great civilization has come upon a moment of reckoning. I didn't need to do this, folks, believe me. I built a great company and I had a wonderful life. I could have enjoyed the fruits and benefits of years of successful business deals and businesses for myself and my family. Instead of going through this absolute horror show of lies, deceptions, malicious attacks, who would have thought? I'm doing it because this country has given me so much and I feel so strongly that it's my turn to give back to the country that I love. I'm doing this for the people and for the movement and we will take back this country for you and we will make America great again. You can't handle the truth.